0: Live, you can dial in toll free, take control of the airwaves, bring up anything you want. 800 259 9231, that's the SACL CAI toll free line. 1 800 259 9231, you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. We give you the features on the site there completely free, so enjoy those on us once again. That's freetalklive.com. Joining you this evening, it's Ian, JJ, and Mark. All right, so we will, of course, take your calls about anything. Also, uh, various different uh, things we will share with you if we get the chance that you might find interesting. A lot of them actually come from our own website at freetalklive.com, where listeners like you can actually control the content of the website. So when you see something that you think is interesting online, you can submit it to freetalklive.com, and then everybody who participates at freetalklive.com, including yourself, can vote on what you like and dislike and the most liked. will make it to the front page in the top of the website. And here's some news that I teased all last night, and then we were just so heavy on the phone calls, we never got to it. So we'll start the show out with it tonight. From Franklin, Kentucky, where according to USA Today and the Louisville Courier-Journal, non celibate gays and lesbians will become eligible for ordination in the
1: Presbyterian Church of the United States. Is any minister in the Presbyterian is the any minister in the Presbyterian church to have to be celibate. Yeah. Presbyterian. I
0: mean, no, it? no, I've never heard of it Catholics. before. That's Uh it. following. I think they're just making it clear that it, uh, even if they're not celibate, they'll still be allowed to, okay. um, To participate. So following a ratification of a constitutional amendment that reverses decades of official church policy, the long debated change came late Tuesday when a Minnesota Presbytery or regional governing body voted 205 to 56 to ratify an amendment lifting an effective ban on gay ordination in the
2: church constitution. Good for them.
0: Yeah, that's how I felt when I saw this was wow. I mean, and it's not even a close vote. 205 no. to 56
2: a step forward i that's,
0: guess
1: that's not even contentious with a vote like that you know i i i get kind of torn over this um you know to me the bible when i read it um and it's been some time but i've read it multiple times but it's been some time since i've done so was pretty clear that um uh, you know that uh, homosexuality wasn't acceptable now i don't know whether that was a cultural thing that was actually i consider everything that most things that are in the bible to be cultural the bible uh sanctions slavery so i consider that to have been a, a cultural sanction um at the same time i consider the uh you know the them not sanctioning uh uh, homosexuality be cultural too and the whole thing where paul says that women have to have their heads covered and they should have long hair and so why are you torn then i don't know well i mean it just seems to me that the bible says that uh you know that, that christianity is an anti-gay religion i mean that's what i that's what i've heard all well, along is it
0: that clear or is it just their interpretation
1: i don't know i mean you could, i suppose you could interpret uh gays are abhorrent any way you want Sure.
2: Now, what part of Christianity is this This sect, or Presbyterian? Presbyterian is a Christian.
1: pretty mainline uh, Christianity. Okay. As a matter of fact, it's so mainline that more presidents of the United States have been Presbyterian than any other religion. Oh, wow. Presbyterian, I was raised Presbyterian. Presbyterian is the vanilla, not even the French vanilla, the vanilla of Christianity.
2: Okay, then it's probably what <laughs> I was raised as well. <laughs> you don't even recall. Uh, huh? No, I didn't even care. Wow. It was just Time wasted.
0: So the change set in motion by the Denomination's General Assembly in 2010 marked the fourth attempt since the late 1990s to overturn a policy that once had solid grassroots support. But support for the ban had waned in the most recent round of voting in 2009 and 2008, and numerous presbyteries flipped their votes from opposition to support in the current round of voting. Uh, one co-pastor at a church in Louisville said, I didn't actually expect to see this for many more years, and apparently she has long supported the change in the policy. The denomination has talked about, prayed about, worked, discussed, discerned for 35 years, she says. It feels like an enormous gift and breath of the Spirit. What it means is we're recognizing the gifts and graces of God in more and more people. And... I have to say,
2: I mean, g- bravo!
0: Congratulations!
2: Yeah. No, they it's they impressive. repealed something. They repealed. They got rid of a ban. Isn't that correct? Correct. So they didn't actually make a law that made it okay to be gay and they just a, removed a van- th- right. Excellent. They did it the right way.
1: I, you know, I like to see. Uh, I, I want to see gays accepted in whatever communities they want. I just I find it very strange that uh, you know a, a major sect of Christianity would do so. I mean, are they are they I dying too. for members that much? Well,
2: I, probably. I, well,
0: well, like you said, Mark, it is uh, a major sect, so it's just. It, that's what it came as a surprise to me, but it, I guess it makes me kind of look back on my childhood and when I went to church, and I never had parents who were the most, I guess, ultra-religious. They weren't even, I would say, maybe my mom was more religious than my dad, but we would go to church maybe once every two or three weeks or mm-hmm. something like that. I didn't have Bible quotes hanging up all over the house or anything like that. And I, obviously I don't have any real feeling for how religious the rest of the people at, at my church were, or the, the parents of the kids that I might have spent time with. Um, but I guess it's probably not, you know, it's clearly it's not a fundamentalist uh, sect if they can make a change like this. Well, I
2: could see it in my family while I was growing up. I could see the, the distinct divide between just how righteous uh, or, I guess, uh, strength of conviction that this person held. My, my grandparents were very religious where they'd go uh, sometimes every day. And then as the the older children, their older children were somewhat religious and then the younger children were a little less. And then, you know, the grandchildren were even less. So I think that's increasing, you know, that that whole idea that people don't really value religion that much anymore.
0: Well, now, Mark kind of touched on that, the idea that maybe they're desperate for for members. But on the other hand, Mark, if you've got 200, what was it, 205 to 50, uh, let's see, yeah, 205 to 56 in a vote here. Which means that a good portion, you know, one-fifth essentially of the church disagreed with this. So... Are there that many gay people clamoring to get involved with the Presbyterian Church who have otherwise decided not to, to where it might offset the one-fifth of the church that may disagree with this and may decide to leave or join, the, uh, join another church as a result of the actual actual? This, uh,
1: this happened with the Anglicans, which are also the Episcopal. Um, in the United States, they're Episcopal, and in England, they're Anglican. And they had a schism over this same issue a decade ago. Hmm. Um, they allowed gay priests, is what they call them, although they're not celibate. Um, they allowed them, and a portion of the church went one way and a portion of the church went the other way. So, and the, the church actually split into two churches? That, as I understand it, um, hmm. you know, not in England, but uh, elsewhere around the world, because it's, it was, it's big in Africa, too. Um, so, you know, that's my understanding of it. It may very well happen here, but if it's only a fifth, I doubt that it will. Also, there are a lot of people that were raised Christian and want that, uh, that ceremony that goes with, uh, church and, exactly. and, and they want that's that. What for I was their thinking
2: lives. the whole, what, how much of this is marriage related and how much of this is actual, uh, religious religious. You know reasons that they're going to go every week and and do that whole Sunday mass thing, or or is it just to get married in this church to have that that ceremony that that is so? I, I guess. Uh, well, this doesn't an address icon. marriage. This just addresses the way, the
0: issue of whether or not they can be priests. Or ministers, whatever they're called, if the they can church,
1: uh, if they can be ministers, then likely they can uh, the church that somebody will marry them. In Presumably,
0: the church. right? Presumably, but I don't know if that's you know.
1: To... I, I mean, there's a lot of gay people that want to be involved in a church, um, and I think that they'll be drawn to the Presbyterian Church as a result. I go to to church on a regular basis. It's a Quaker church, and we call it meeting. But um, I go on a regular basis just because I like going to church. I, I my beliefs don't require me to go to a church. I, you know, I don't think that I'm any better or worse of a person for going or not going. I just like to go.
2: But I'm sure it has a lot less pageantry than than say the normal vanilla Christianity church, where you have all the chanting and the the bells and organs and. All that stuff going. You're talking about Quaker Church. Yeah, I'm I'm saying the the the, yeah, (laughs) nothing like that. (laughs) Right, exactly. Quaker
0: Quaker Church uh, is essentially, at least around here, I I imagine it's fairly similar in in a number of places. uh, Is where you sit around in a circle and sit quietly for approximately an hour and then after that the silence is broken and there's some level of uh of discussion but there are there are what they call oh gosh i forget the name of it but there are quaker churches
1: liberal we are uh, our church is liberal unprogrammed um so there's programmed. Programmed,
0: that's the word the uh programmed churches they actually do have some sort of a minister correct yes so not all quaker churches are of the same uh ilk well there's also the conservative
1: ones too now what does that mean conservative ones are much more uh you know, the Bible is what the Bible is, you know, that's the Bible is what the Bible says. Where yeah, there's the, no
0: Bible in even even involved in this particular Quaker church.
1: Uh, some people may bring one or be I never read seen their it. own, but uh, yeah. Have you seen that happen? I've seen one person bring a New Testament. 800
0: 259 9231. That's the SACL CAI toll free line. You can take control of the airwaves. Uh, maybe you're a Presbyterian and you've got some comments here. You don't have to be a Presbyterian if you'd like to uh, share your thoughts on this news, which I think is, uh, is very good. 800 259 9231. The Presbyterian Church allowing gay ministers. Free talk live.
1: I've started playing a new online game. It's called Mine Things. It's a free online mining game created by a free stater. It's all in your browser. There's nothing weird to download. Your little mining robot guy can mine for you 24-7. You don't even need to be logged in. You compete with other players for resources and a capitalist economy. The virtually mined gold demonstrates the concept of sound money and is exchanged between players tax-free. They even accept bitcoins. Go to mindthings.com and start mining today. It's free. MineThings.com.
0: This is Free Talk Live. You can dial in toll-free and bring up anything you want. 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com and enjoy the features that we have for you there free. So enjoy those again on us, freetalklive.com. Features including our webcam. You can click, you can watch, you can listen, uh, you can interact because our chat room is built into the very same page uh, over there at cam.freetalklive.com and of course it's all for free that's cam.freetalklive.com and if you're tired of watching the value of the dollar plummet and the banks charging you endless fees you might want to look at taking control of your own money and look at bitcoin and i would say look sooner rather than later because bitcoin is going crazy on the internet, the price—what was it, Mark? Six, six something now? Six ten was it? <laughs> like
1: every day six we something. talk about Bitcoin. It's a dollar higher. It's a, yeah, it goes up a dollar. <laughs> Invest today. That way, you'll have a—you know—it'll be worth seven tomorrow. Wow,
2: that's uh, that's unbelievable, actually. It is
0: unbelievable. I I can't believe it's going to keep going up like this. But uh, but who knows? I th- there's no way to predict what Bitcoin's going to do. It's a new form of currency that has never sure. existed before. It is a decentralized, anonymous digital currency meaning that you can't know who's sending what to who but yet it all gets to where it needs to go and it's verifiable and it's and it's secure and it's just i have to say that it's i wish i'd bought them sooner wow (laughs) and you can go to weusecoins.org to learn more about it you can use bitcoins anywhere in the world and If all goes well, their value will continue to climb over time, uh, especially as the dollar continues to become more
1: worthless.
2: That's right. And they're talking about QE3 coming up here. What is that, QE3?
1: Quantitative easing three. Um, It's a play on
2: three of
0: the bailouts.
2: Yeah,
1: it's a play on the words of uh, Queen Elizabeth uh, one and two because they had quantitative easing one and quantitative easing two. And so now there is no... Uh, uh, queen elizabeth three but there will be quantitative easing three
2: yes the trillions of dollars where they just open the uh the printing presses up and let them spew out and and when is this going to happen they're they're talking about it right now at least the uh the bernanke is so there you go go to weusecoins.org
0: and as i think you were talking during the break mark about we were talking about bitcoins at that time is that the only thing that could really stop bitcoin is if the internet were shut down
1: right it's peer-to-peer yeah
0: and i don't know i didn't mention that
1: you don't know what that means? Not exactly. It's it's like uh sharing uh files, uh you know, songs and stuff.
0: Yeah, that's how uh, most of the file sharing software works out there where each node on the network, each individual that's running the peer-to-peer software is essentially a portion of the network and they all work together to kind of verify and and check and make sure that that everything is distributed correctly.
2: Right, right. They they share the load of of whatever task it is, whether it's uploading or downloading. But they each and storage, right? Well, of course, they store it on their computer. But yes, uh, they each do a part. Some of them take so many parses of this file and and send it, and the other one sends the rest of them, and so they all come together at the end, and and it checks the system checks the file, and and
0: and with bit coin it 's a little different than, uh, than the file sharing because you 're not dealing with huge files you 're just dealing with little transactions that are going from point to point and so what happens is when you first do a Bitcoin transaction, it takes a few minutes it 's not an instantaneous thing like a visa card uh, check like it, it'll actually you'll be done once instantaneously you 're done, but it 's not verified until different nodes on the network can basically say yes this is, this is the real deal, and then you start getting returns over about a period of ten minutes. And once you get to eight certifications, basically eight different nodes out there on the Bitcoin network, then that's essentially a locked in transaction. It's done. Does
1: it? Does that only happen the first time, or does, no? It's that... every
0: it's every single time because it takes time for the information to propagate over the the peer to peer network. I hope I've explained Through that the tubes. correctly. But later on, you, that, that number just climbs. Like I have a transaction that I made, and it's got over two thousand uh, verifications. You know, so it's like you know that that's the real deal. Hmm. I guess. Uh, for lack of a better way of explaining it, we use coins.org. I'm still I'm still new at this, obviously, and a lot of us are. And the Bitcoin thing is still new as well. When did it start? 2008 or something like that? So it's relatively new on the scene. We continue here with your phone calls. Uh, of course, you can bring up anything you want at 800-259-9231. And since we're talking about tech... Here's some news from torrentfreak.com, where the U.S. government is determined to put an end to online piracy, an attempt to give copyright holders and the authorities all the tools required to disable access to so-called rogue sites, like, for instance, how they've uh, taken down some of the poker playing sites to just go swoop in. They they take the actual DNS records from the, the main hub, and they just jack the sites out of uh, people's possession. They could do it to anybody's site. Anyway, lawmakers will soon be introducing the Protect IP Act. Through domain seizures, ISP blockades, search engine censorship, and cutting funding of allegedly copyright infringing websites, the bill takes internet censorship to the next level. During the past 12 months, the government seized more than 100 domain names that it claimed were promoting copyright infringement. But this was just the beginning. The domain seizures pale in comparison to a bill that's about to be introduced called the Protect IP Act. It will introduce a wide scale of censorship tools that authorities and copyright holders can use to quash websites that they claim are facilitating copyright infringement. It's basically a revamped and worsened version of the controversial COICA proposal, which had to be resubmitted after it failed last year. The summary of the bill begins with a recital of the now standard industry claims about the financial harm caused by copyright infringement. Claims that, interestingly enough, were put in doubt by the U.S. government itself last year, but are still used to push anti-piracy legislation through globally. And, of course, we've talked to people uh, about this issue in the past, and there have been uh, interviews of people who engage in so-called piracy. I think it's more accurate to call it file sharing. But it's it's the case right. piracy
1: is uh, robbery on the open seas
0: yeah it's the case that these people in many cases actually utilize the file sharing techniques to introduce themselves to new products that they otherwise would not have introduced themselves been introduced to and then they go out and purchase those products because they were exposed to them thanks to the file sharing uh, method right. right. The,
1: the suggestion is is that if I go online and I use uh, some you know surreptitious fashion to uh, to uh, download Twisted Sisters, we're not gonna take it because I like the song. That somehow be, I am stealing money from Twisted Sister because otherwise I would have gone out and bought the album I Want to Rock or whatever it's from. I have no idea. Right when it's so, I mean anybody. I haven't bought a CD in decades. I've got no interest in going to CD stores and buying CDs of major bands. I, I'm not interested. And lots of small bands out there use the uh, the file sharing and, and all kinds of means on the internet to actually promote their music because they want it listened to.
2: Mark, do you go to shows? Nope. Concerts? Nope. So you basically just consume uh, music through basically listening to it in personal settings, your car or you're at home or the few that's times- about it.
1: The few times that I listen to music, it's going to be something that I've either downloaded on the internet, and I couldn't tell you how I've gotten it or not. Um, and, you know, I mean, there are sites that you can get songs from, and uh, much of the stuff isn't even uh, copyrighted that I know of, or, or it's, been, it's available for download. So it's fairly
2: safe to say radio. you wouldn't have spent any money.
1: I'm not going to spend any money on right. music.
2: No. No! No! It's difficult for them to show a loss. I mean, that's what they're claiming. We have a loss in money, but you wouldn't have spent that money anyway, so that loss is completely speculative. I I think it's just fictional. So
0: we're going to get into a little more detail on what this PROTECT-IP Act actually does here. And of course, the PROTECT-IP actually stands for something. It's an acronym. Uh, We'll explain it here in a moment, kind of like Patriot Act. Yeah. one 800 1-800-259-9231, the SACL CAI toll-free line. You can take control of the airwaves, bring up what you want. This is Free Talk Live
3: Another innovative, American-made product from Ruger. Learn more about the Ruger LC9 at Ruger.com slash LC9.
0: This is Free Talk Live. Dial in toll-free and bring up anything you want at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com, and we give you the features for free. So enjoy those on us. Once again, that's freetalklive.com. We've got a mobile site. You can just go to m.freetalklive.com for quick access to our live streams and podcast,
1: all free, of course. That's m as in mobile.freetalklive.com. You can also go to gold.freetalklive.com. We have there some hand picked gold and silver pieces that uh, you can purchase. There are lots of uh, – all kinds of people are trying to sell you gold and silver these days. You need to you need to check around and see what the best prices are. Gold.freetalklive.com makes that easy for you. We believe it to be some of the best uh, prices on the internet. But, hey, you know, shouldn't take our word for it. You should check yourself. Gold.freetalklive.com.
0: Yeah, we talked a lot about money here so far uh, tonight on the show. I, th- I was going to mention this before. It just slipped my mind. Gold and silver, hard metals, value, actual physical, tangible value, something you can store. That's useful. And then Bitcoin, I think. I think hard metals and Bitcoin are a nice little one-two combo if you think about it. Because you, on one hand, Bitcoin. There's the chance that you could still, you know, the internet could get shut down. Right? (laughs) There could be a
1: nuclear war.
0: We are talking about nuclear war. We are talking about yeah, nuclear war. Uh, I would
1: say nuclear for fun.
0: We are talking about uh, here this news about this Protect IP Act. They are similar. Where the government is going to be attacking if this thing goes through. And there's no reason why it it wouldn't, I wouldn't think. uh, Because obviously the RIAA and the MPAA and these big industry associations are a lot more influential over the federal government than any of the rest of us. So we'll give you more details here, but clearly the federal government is looking to encroach upon the internet. So nice to have you know a little bit of diversity
2: in your investments to some extent. Well, how difficult is it to buy something over the internet with coins that are in your possession?
1: It's more difficult. Pretty darn. You'd have to you have to mail them and then trust the person's going to send it to you.
2: Right, and then trust, them, trust, trust the delivery the service. Yeah, right.
0: Mm-hmm. So uh, uncomfortable. Thing- Bitcoin solves all of those issues, and it it 's expensive to ship an ounce of silver in the mail i mean you 're paying quite a bit over spot at that point once you factor in the the shipping costs so if you 're just buying something for for cheap then it just it just doesn 't make sense to use uh, to, to use some sort of a value actual you know, silver slash gold online Nobody has as of yet successfully created. There have been attempts, but it hasn't worked. No, no one has successfully created like a Visa card that is actually backed by gold or silver. Which would be awesome. Which totally would be awesome. But it requires, the problem with that is it requires too much central control. And the Bitcoin doesn't. Bitcoin's completely distributed, completely decentralized. There is no central head office. There's no bank involved. Whereas with a Visa card or a MasterCard or something like that, backed by gold or silver, you've got to have some kind of institution that is running that operation, at least thus far. Maybe and
1: institutions can have their doors kicked in by yeah. the government that doesn't like uh, you know, whatever you're doing. I mean, the government went after the Liberty Dollar, which essentially was just a, an organization that was backing their currency up with gold and silver. So let's
0: get back into what the government here is uh, proposing. Somebody in the government is putting this forth the Preventing Real Online Threats to Economic Creativity and Theft of Intellectual Property Act. The Protect IP Act, as it is being called, authorizes the so-called Justice Department to file a civil action against the registrant or owner of a domain name that accesses a foreign internet site or the foreign registered domain name itself and to seek a preliminary order from the court that the site is dedicated to infringing activities, according to the document. In case the domain is not registered or controlled by a U.S. company, the authorities can also order search engines to remove the website from its search results. So basically the feds coming in, attempting to swoop in and actually snag... Your domain name from you, but if it was registered with a non-U.S. entity, then they will simply order Google and Yahoo and all the other search engines not to, it or whatever. to essentially not index
2: the file in their search engines, so to do what China did. They're to moving Google. up the, uh, the chain, so, supposed to speak, from the user to the domain that, that hosts this or provides the content or distributes it somehow. That's just... It's absurd because that that domain has nothing to do with whether or not someone downloaded something in most cases. It has no control over. True, but if you. Of,
0: they're going to target the torrent sites, for instance. Right, they're going of to course. go after the sites where. Uh, the, you're right, JJ. The, the torrents don't actually have any of the file information in them. The torrents are simply like gu- a guidebook a for vehicle, your computer. That's all. To to allow it to find what, right. it is, what you are looking for. And then the actual files themselves are provided by the peer to peer network, which is a bunch of different people and their computers all around the internet. But that it, it won't matter. They're just going to go after. Whatever central repositories that they possibly can.
1: I wonder how many more ideas from communist countries the United States government's going to take. Yeah,
0: this is totally China. I mean, this is right out of China's playbook. This is what the, you know, a lot of people in this country were very upset about when uh, China did it, and now it may be happening here. And we did
2: tell you to. To beware, because these well, things How are they spread. going to tell the search engines not to, not to allow this result? Well, well how it's do you- easy.
0: They're corporations, so the corporations are essentially tools of the federal government sure. to some extent, because they've asked for to incorporate Google and those other companies. Okay, how about someone make a decentralized search engine? It's a great idea. It may end up happening as a result of this legislation. So we'll continue here with a little more detail. Somebody probably
1: has made one, but...
0: It'll become more popular in that case yeah. with this uh, – if this legislation actually... – I know
1: StartPage is uh, private. StartPage.com is right. private, but uh, you know I don't know that it's – it can't be decentralized.
0: So this uh, particular act, again, will allow the ISPs – excuse me, they'll, they'll not only will they be able to order search engines to remove the website from its search results, they will also be able to order internet search providers – or excuse me, internet service providers to block the website – and to order ad networks and payment processors to stop providing services to the website in question. So uh, kind of a triple threat, basically, right. to shut down search results, to shut down the ISP that's, uh, that's actually attempting to access these websites to tell all ISPs, essentially to create a blacklist like Australia has done. So here you go. On one hand, you got what they're doing in China by eliminating search results like the Chinese communist government, and then you've got uh, Australia, which has this
1: draconian anti porn filter that is forced upon everybody right that uh, calls women with uh, small breasts uh, childlike and won't uh, let uh, pictures of them through i mean it's really bizarre so there's that aspect of it and then also the
0: you know the idea that they're going to go after Uh, The payment processors and advertiser networks as well. If the court issues an order against the registrant owner or domain name resulting from a Department of Justice initiated suit, the attorney genital is authorized to serve that order on specified U.S.-based third parties, including ISPs, payment processors, network providers, and search engines. These third parties would then be required, presumably by the penalty of law, by the penalty of punishment, of threat of jail time, financial uh, penalties, etc., And they would be required to take appropriate action to either prevent access to the Internet site or cease doing business with the Internet site. Although the above is already quite far reaching, the bill also allows for private copyright holders to use some of the same tools as the government. Without due process, copyright holders can obtain a court order to prevent payment providers and ad networks from doing business with sites that allegedly facilitate copyright
2: infringement.
1: How do they ever get around a due process? How do they do that?
0: They,
2: they just, just pretend.
1: They just pretend. It like doesn't matter. That it, doesn't exist. no, it
2: doesn't matter. They don't care about You're that. You're right. They ask don't ask those
0: guys sitting in Guantanamo Bay. Yeah. yeah. Well, unlike the DOJ, copyright holders cannot obtain orders to block the sites through the inst- uh, for the ISPs or search engines. The summary of the bill doesn't go into the constitutional issues that arise with several of the measures. However, it ensures that the legislation is in the best interest of the public by protecting people from any website that quote endangers the public health. Wow. <laughs> it's a strange. Thing to say isn't you're gonna it catch a virus from that website yeah how is it that a website could endanger the public health
1: because if you don't believe their story about intellectual property you must be mentally ill and you're going down a very sick sad road and we need to intervene
0: <laughs> that's one possible explanation usually when you hear the term public it's code for government So like when the government says – the government people will tell you that uh, it's for the public good, like this – well, we need this new tax. It's for the public good. That's them saying it's for us. We're the government. You'll give us what we say and it's for our good because we're the public sector. But when they use the term public, people think it means, oh, you and I and everybody, we're all the public. That lady last
1: night on the the call in said that
0: we're all the government. She did say that. I don't agree, of course. 800-259-9231. That's the SACL-CAI toll-free line. We'll certainly keep our eyes on this particular uh, legislation, let you know as it uh, moves ahead, because it's not going to stop here, I'm sure. More coming up. You can take control. It's Free Talk Live.
4: Your Family Today tip is brought to you by Nesquik. Try Nesquik 4-Packs, perfect for lunches and great for kids on the go. Look for it in the juice aisle. Snack time is a great chance to sneak extra calcium into your child's diet without making him feel like he's eating something he doesn't want. Serve up dairy-rich foods like smoothies, flavored milk, frozen yogurt, and string cheese. He'll love the treat, and you'll love knowing how good it is for him. For more tips like these, visit us at parenthood.com yourfamilytoday.
0: Is Free Talk Live. You can dial in toll free and bring up anything you want at 1 800 259 9231. That's the SACL CAI toll free line. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. We give you the features on the site there completely free, so enjoy those on us. Once again, that's freetalklive.com. Joining you tonight, it's Ian. JJ. And Mark. And on the website, you will find various features, including the promoting options. You go to promote.freetalklive.com to get a list of things that you can do to help get Free Talk Live on more great radio stations across the country and more ears all across the internet. Go to promote.freetalklive.com to do that. We're talking about this new censorship bell, uh, bill rather, d- described as draconian uh, by torrentfreak.com where the U.S. government will essentially be able to swoop in, uh, take more domain names, which of course they're already doing. They snatched uh, at least 100 uh, domain names in the last 12 months just All they have to do is say that we claim that this domain name is engaging in something that is questionable, that this domain name is engaging in something that is illegal, and we'll just come in and take it. And that's what they've been doing. And just imagine the fight to get back right. what they've taken. Just imagine the hurdles you're done one has for to go through. at that point. I mean, not only the hurdles, but the, you, you'd have to go to court, and however many lawyers you right. need to hire, and whatever those costs are involved, and all that time your site is offline. So you're losing lists, you're losing your visitors. They're not coming back. I mean, they're going to come. They're going to see that this this message. There's always this full screen graphic that the feds put up there saying, "Ha ha, we took your website," and that's people aren't going to come back. At, at any point they're going to see that and they're going to give up on whatever site i mean what are the what are the sites that were stolen by the federal government in recent times do you remember any of their napster? urls napster napster Did i they don't get think shut down? so no no napster shut down i think at one point due to some sort of a legal issue and then they reopened okay i believe napster may still be around i think I they think I think made a deal I don't think anybody goes with
2: there. the recording industry yeah, oh
0: yeah, they sold out for sure. Right. Yeah, Napster's done for as far as its popularity is. That's concerned. What, all
1: the point I was trying to make is no, you know nobody who used to go there goes there anymore. I
0: right. Don't. But at no point were they seized. I think is what I'm trying to tell you. Okay. Whereas these other sites have been completely seized. Uh, also, there'll be this if this bill goes through, and the claim is that there's an, a lot of support for it in Washington D.C. If this bill goes through, they'll be able to just come in and take out search results from search engines. They'll be able to shut down websites, and they'll be able to to order isps to block certain websites that may be originating from outside of the united states now if uh, this let's let's rewind a little bit back to the cyber war which happened a few months ago kind of kicked off a few months ago we haven't heard much about it since then maybe there's still a few things going on i know that the anonymous uh group has their own blog and i was just there the other day so they're they're still doing things but they're not necessarily taking on the federal government at this time from what I've seen. However, I would hope that the anonymous folks would decide to refocus their efforts on the feds. Are they
1: infighting at this point? I
0: have no idea. I've heard anonymous is well, going after anonymous. It's,
2: it's mostly individuals, though. I mean, really, y- you can try to think of them as a group of people, but they're not. Right. There's there's different individuals who have different associations with other individuals and they work together and sometimes they don 't when they feel like it yeah right but i think I think what this is going to create uh, this trend of internet censorship will create basically the the underground internet and then the the sort of corporate internet there's the two the two layers like the underground you 'll go directly to an i p address you know you 'll type in the numbers instead of a, a name, and you'll you'll do all of your you know searching through. You know, sort of offshore accounts or offshore IP addresses, um, and outside the jurisdiction of the United States. That Isn't sort of stuff. Is there some
1: kind of way to do it, like a peer-to-peer DNS or something?
2: Yeah, there there are some of those, and but you don't really need the DNS. The thing is, if you know what the number is, the the IP address or the server you're trying to connect to. Sure, but you want to
1: have the, addre- the 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 word address, so that p- other people can come to the site. Okay.
2: Well, I mean, there's going to have to. There's a learning curve, of course. Whenever you, you invent technologies or techniques that, that uh, are needed to circumvent sort of restrictions and, and blockages, there's, there's learning involved and people will have to educate themselves.
1: Sure. Well, y- you know how many people use Linux now?
2: No, I don't yeah neither but i can tell you it's very few compared to
1: the ones that use windows and i suspect that's the kind of uh the kind of adoption that you'd have the the kind of people that you would use windows would be happy to type in uh and uh, you know geek out typing in these uh what is it five digits of uh two numerals each with a dot in between
0: or six well, digits it's four sets four sets okay. and then
2: usually there's there's a fifth set if you're going to go to a specific port okay
0: so um, I'm over here at on, anonnews.org, a-n-o-n-n-e-w-s.org, which is Anonymous' right. official centralized website where they they release press uh, releases and such. And apparently, they are after a particular government at the moment. Uh, it's the New Zealand government. So, uh, and the New Zealand government is introducing and actually has passed. A bill called the Copyright Infringing File Sharing Amendment Bill that has been passed allowing law enforcement to cut off Internet access to those accused of piracy. And additionally, the government feels it is acceptable to monitor a user's Internet activity. With the help of larger corporations, the government will start logging IP addresses to initiate lawsuits. Any activity, including viewing streaming media via YouTube or other social media sites, could be viewed as an infringement of copyright laws. The press release continues to say that the law is in breach of certain ideals that we Anons hold true, such as Internet freedom. This is a step backwards to the Internet, a step that does not conform with the ever-changing way the Internet functions. And so, essentially, they are going to target... Uh, The Parliament NZ website, www.parliament.nz, this coming Saturday with one of their takedown attacks, one of their denial of service uh, attacks where multiple points from across the world uh, will converge and uh, essentially send thousands upon thousands of uh, – maybe millions, I don't know how many requests – to this particular website, effectively making it inaccessible—a virtual
2: sit-in, basically.
0: Essentially, yeah, it's a digital, right? A digital uh, version of a sit-in. Let's talk to Bill, listening in Oklahoma. Bill, you're on Free Talk Live with Ian, JJ, and Mark. Hello there. Hello, guys. Hey there.
5: I appreciate you taking my call. Go ahead um, with your thoughts. Well, um, the one thing that disturbs me about this bill uh, is not so much the government's involvement, so to speak. Because I kind of figure that's going to happen one way or the other. They're going to—they're going to try to to enforce whatever uh, so-called anti-piracy techniques that they, they're wanting to, to please the big corporations. My problem with the bill is that the big corporations themselves now have, once the bill's in, in, enacted, will have the ability to do these takedowns. No more will they have to go through the DMCA. The DMCA, at this point, is mute. They can just go in, claim that uh, a, a piece of footage or an audio sound soundbite or... You know, even a blog posting that that cites uh, maybe a a snippet of their articles uh, can be grounds for having a site turned off, and that that I think is is well I, I know for a fact that that uh, the, the government uh, shouldn't be given uh, corporations this kind of leeway. Um, I've had I've had a problem with that for a long time, and be, being someone that's uh, an entrepreneur. Or a, a budding entrepreneur who wants to to capitalize on digital media, I, I'm now at a crossroads because now if I put up a, a website, say a digital radio station, and I decide to play independent music, the RIAA can just whether they 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 do business with the artist or the or the, uh, the label themselves, they can just say one day, hey, you know, you're 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 streaming copyrighted material and shut me down. And so where's the incentive? of of trying to uh, be an entrepreneur uh, I'm going to get a uh, door slammed in my face.
0: Right. And what about the due process or any kind of process or whatever in, exactly in, involved in yeah, proving there's... the claims and all that? No, no, no. It seems like they're just going to be able to just swoop in and shut things down.
5: Yes, yeah, and that's that's the dangerous part. Now, here's some good news though. Hmm. Um I don't know if you touched on this or not, but uh, the people that uh, that brought you the, the Pirate Bay are working on a, a side project uh, that are working on uh, decentralized DNS servers. Um, right. Somebody what, touched on that what, earlier. Yeah. Uh, I'm looking forward to that technology. And, of course, uh, uh, I think it was Rutgers University who came up with a, uh, secondary, a secondary Internet uh, option uh, that uh, they rolled out, I think, at the beginning of the year. Uh, of course it's, in it. it's it's alpha testing but uh, it bypasses uh the standard ways of connecting to the internet and it, it, it the concept is, is uh you link up um, computers locally to you uh like a chain and once that chain has been uh you know, filled out so to speak you're on the same network uh, uh, segregated from the the actual huge internet and so you know, all these, these these rules and regulations, they're not effective. They've proved, been proven ineffective time and time again.
0: We're right. just going to figure and out we them. may see more anonymizing services like Tor and I think Freenet exactly. or I2P become more popular as well. Thanks for the call tonight. I appreciate Thank hearing sir. from you at 800-259-9231. But it's it's going to be something to where there's always going to be a workaround for whatever these issues are.
2: Yeah. However— It will breed innovation. Oh.
0: It'll breed innovation, but only the most technically adept will be able to use these workarounds, certainly in the initial phases, until they can become user-friendly, which I don't know how likely that is. Maybe it's it's a questionable situation. I just hope that the anonymous folks actually can shut down the state after they make this move. More <laughs> coming up. Power 2's on the
3: You know the Constitution like the back of your hand. You've read books. listened to Podcasts. Attended lectures, surfed websites, and watched videos. You've made liberty your life's goal. But something seems to be missing. Stickers from libertystickers.com. Exercise your freedom of speech with the world's most dangerous bumper stickers. That's libertystickers.com. But wait...
0: this is free talk live we're launching into the second hour of the program invite you to take control of the airwaves bring up anything joining you tonight it's ian jj and mark 1-800-259-9231 you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com and enjoy the features that we give to you there for free, so again, head on over there, get interactive. you can actually create the content of the site. you can submit different things that you find online that you think are interesting, and then other listeners will vote and you can vote on things the most voted up, make it to the front page and the top of the site, which i don 't think any other talk radio shows let you do and i don 't think many other talk shows have the free website option either, so go and enjoy over at free Talk Live. Dot com you can of course take control here 800-259-9231 now mark you had mentioned something about the housing market having a real tough time and if you want to get that information up and ready to go that'll be you do have that yeah all right fantastic so what's the what's the detail there professionals
1: around here we got the stuff ready to go the housing market just had its worst quarter since 2008 this okay. is according to businessinsider.com and was 2008 a real bad year? It was. You were seeing a lot of the, uh, the, the subprime stuff crashing from uh, 2005 and 2006 at that time. Um, it's a new survey from Zillow. 2008 was basically the, supposed to be the end of the bubble or whatever, and we were going to be back on, our, back on track. Not so much, huh? New survey from Zillow shows the U.S. just had its worst quarter for home sales since 2008. Some key data points. Nearly 75% of homes in the U.S., Lost value from Q1 2010 to Q1 2011. That means your home, if you're listening to me, likely. Yep.
2: 75% of homes. I mean, just think about it. Weren't prices inflated? I mean, wasn't that the idea anyway?
1: <sighs> prices were inflated in 2010?
2: No, Last overall, year? overall. Since since uh, what? The beginning of uh, the millennia?
1: I have a difficult time uh, imagining the prices. I don't know. From the beginning of the millennia, it's hard to say. I've got to say that we're, at this point, a lot of houses, at least in my experience, are probably down near the end of the millennia prices. And, I mean, they're really getting kicked in the teeth. You mean the low end? When you say they're down near the end of the millennia prices. The prices, okay. Um, what I mean is is the same price that they were in 1999, 2000, is 2001 is what they are right. now. Right.
2: That was it's, my point, though, that, that there was this peak in pricing and the, the, the peak was unsustainable and no one wanted to buy them anymore because it was just well, crazy. They,
1: have they printed a bunch of dollars since uh, 20, the, 2001?
2: Oh, yeah. they printed Should a lot of dollars. Should houses then
1: be worth more than they were in 20, 2001?
2: The house itself or the number of dollars it takes to buy the house? The number of dollars that it takes to buy the house—the house, the yes, house that, actually should that, depreciate. Exactly, the house should should depreciate. But yes, you're right. The number of dollars it takes is increased, but at the same time, I think that the actual value of homes was artificially increased to.
1: It was at to, one point. I think we're. I, I personally, and this is just a just my personal belief. My personal belief: we are below whatever that point was that okay. they. Okay. No, they should I, be I can at.
2: definitely see that.
1: Yeah. But I'd, i don 't know, you know what, i don't know if they're going to continue to go down the th- The fact is households have shrank there are fewer households than there were in two thousand and three 5 or whatever because now, it, why is pe- that? people are living mom mom is living with the children or the children are living with dad and okay. mom right we
0: saw that a, a significant amount of college kids that are freshly
1: graduated are now moving back in with mom and dad they weren't even counted i suspect as households so th- what this is a mm. situation is you know the households hus- that were counted combining essentially husband and wife and kids moving in with grandma and grandpa mm. i mean that's what i'm talking about as far as household shrinking it's happening all over and, which means that there's more supply in the market of houses and less demand, right? Right. I mean, there's a bunch of empty houses. The only way to handle the, the, the housing economy, which, by the way, is the whole economy, is to create more people that have a demand. But you've got these anti-immigration zealots out there that don't want to see more people coming into the country. They're stealing our jobs! Of course, they don't realize these people eat food, drive cars, and do all the things that other people do. So they actually create jobs, and they're coming over. I, You know, the... All the all the military people you keep on shoving people into the military. They don't need housing anymore mm-hmm. because they're outside of the country, living in tents in Afghanistan and Iraq and wherever, or on a military base or right? on military bases exactly. around the world.
0: And of course, there's a lot of housing out there because of the you know the the, the glory days, if you will, there's of the speculation. housing market. Where right, where a bunch of people were throwing money into houses, right. figuring they'd be able to flip them. Uh, and for a while, that worked. And then all of a sudden,
1: not so much. Foreclosure resales hit a brand new high, representing 23.7%. A
0: foreclosure resale. Now, is that where one bank sells a foreclosure to another bank? What is a foreclosure resale?
1: I think that it's a foreclosure resale is just when they sell a house that has been foreclosed upon. I see. Um, Meanwhile, the supply of distressed homes continue to be massive. Two million homes are in the foreclosure process with another 1.5, seriously delinquent. So, that's a lot of damn houses. There's a lot of houses <laughs> out there. That's a lot of houses. So wait,
0: two million. What was that? Two million are in the foreclosure process, uh, the, and the, another 1.5 is
1: coming right, that direction. It's, it's, so what they're saying is, pr- house, housing prices are going to continue to fall,
0: right? Because if there are, can you read that phrase one more time for me? Two million
1: and one 1.5. Meanwhile, more? the supply of distressed homes uh, continue to be massive. Two million houses are in foreclosure process, with another 1.5 seriously delinquent.
0: Meaning, how many of the people who are in that 1.5 million homes will end up having foreclosures happen. If they're seriously delinquent, that means they're way behind in yep. payments, very unlikely that they're going to be able to get above water at any point, and they are going to have their house taken from them. And if that happens, then that means, let's just say, let's say half a million of the 1.5 million actually end up paying off enough to keep their house from being foreclosed. So let's just say a million of million going into foreclosure. You're increasing the size of the foreclosure market at that point by 50%. Yep. That many more houses going into foreclosure. Who wants to buy... A regular market-priced house. When they can, if you're going to buy, if you're a buyer in the housing market right now, it's good to be a buyer, no doubt about it. At this time, and of course, if things keep getting worse, it'll be better to be a buyer. But why would you want to buy a house that's sold by an individual at full value when you can get one from a bank for next to nothing? It means that the other houses will have to come down in price
1: as well. Indeed, a foreclosed, uh, you know, house, a house that's Not in foreclosed fore- house, uh, right? A foreclosure resale is uh, will drag down the prices of regular houses. Right. Although the regular houses do have some uh, some unique selling propositions they are uh, generally houses that look lived in mm-hmm. will sell for a little more than houses that are vacant um, houses that are ready to move in many foreclosed houses have uh, you know they've got plywood on the windows and and things like that oh, no they've, doubt. yeah they've been broken into they've been squatted in yeah uh, copper's you know, been
0: stolen that kind right, of thing all kinds sure. of stuff there's usually a lot them. of work that needs to be done
1: uh, jj i just uh, see a, a graph here that says that housing prices are apparently at 2003 uh, uh, rates. I, mm. My experience in Sarasota is, it is it's more
2: like 1998 yeah. rates. Um, but, right. That's you know. kind of what I was, I was explaining was that yeah. people see it coming down. People have understood that housing prices are, have been coming down for a while and it's sort of this trend. I don't see why it's a surprise that they continue to go down. That's my whole point. Is, but, but I mean, the housing. It prices, should be news that housing prices are coming down. It should be like, well, yes, that's exactly what we expect to happen in a place where no one is buying houses.
1: Everybody thinks that they've hit the bottom.
2: But that's right. That's what we might expect as people who are
0: observing this. But yeah, there's this. There's this mentality out there that the recession's over. Everybody, right. okay. all is well. You know, we're just we're right. We're just at the bottom of the uh, the, the the loop here. We're going to come back around, and everything's going to be going up here from here on out.
2: Right, and then the thumbs up. Right, yeah.
0: And it's just not playing out that way. No. So very interesting. Thanks it, for sharing that.
1: Yeah. It's, it, I, you know, I think more people are going to – more households are going to shrink. More people are going to live together. Yeah. And, you know, I, they're going to I, – I, I, I just see houses getting bulldozed and stuff at some point. I don't see what else you're going to do. Certainly,
0: if you're up here in uh, you know the Northeast, who wants to pay to heat uh, a husk of a house? Who, oh, who wants to do yeah. that?
2: And, and definitely, that that is a big part of maintaining a fore- foreclosed house, especially in the North.
0: Right. Ongoing costs of maintenance. Yep. Yeah, you're right, Mark. At some point, it's just going to be worth it to just say, screw it. Let's raise that house and clear the land.
1: Plus, commercial real estate—they're—they're they're predicting um, that commercial- like malls and stuff like that, strip that? malls, et cetera. Right. The commercial real estate's that—that uh, that, that bubble hasn't hit yet. Also, they're talking about high-end real estate is uh, on its way down too. Wait a
0: minute—the commercial real estate bubble hasn't hit yet. I don't know if you looked around this town here in Keene, New Hampshire. There are all kinds of empty, totally Those vacant are just commercials. rentals.
1: Right, they this are people that own them. You see, the, the the bubble doesn't hit until the owners say, "I can't handle this anymore." Foreclose on my mall. Wow. Yeah. One
0: eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. That's I mean, the, the SACL CAI toll free line. The
1: U.S. economy still has some teeth in it, and it's still and they're still waiting to get kicked out.
0: More coming up here. 800-259-9231. Your thoughts on a housing market? Certainly welcome to share those. You can also bring up anything you want. Plus, we'll tell you about a man who served the government overseas and was then killed by it when he got back home. More coming up, Free Talk Live. This is Free Talk Live. Dial in toll free. Bring up whatever you want. 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll free line. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com and we give you the features on the site for free. You can enjoy things like our bulletin board system where you can get interactive with other Free Talk Live listeners over at bbs.freetalklive.com.
1: bbs.freetalklive.com. Are you taking any prescription medications? And are you getting your prescription medications at a local pharmacy? If you are, you're likely paying more than you have to. There's a better way. Discount Prescription Services will get you your meds at discount as high as 70% off. And they'll deliver them right to your door. All you have to do is go to meds.freetalklive.com. They, you can click become a member there on the left side of the page or call that telephone number that's at meds.freetalklive.com. Their customer service is excellent. They third-party check all of their medications to make sure that they're not counterfeit and that they're exactly what you've ordered. They'll walk you through every step of the way and you'll save big time. It's meds.freetalklive.com. It doesn't matter whether it's your uh, you know, depression medications or the, the, if you're taking the pill or if it's your Viagra medication. It's meds.freetalklive.com.
0: Let's continue here. Take your phone calls about what you want. David is listening in Indy to WXNT. Hello, David. David in Indy. Nope. You're on the air.
6: Hey. Yeah, I just wanted to call and see if you guys had seen the article. I think it was uh, Business Weekly. It said that the White House was pressuring lenders uh, to approve more subprime loans again. And uh, isn't that kind of the problem that we had when Clinton started doing that in 98 and Bush continued it all through yeah. his, his administration?
0: Can you define what a subprime loan is for those that aren't aware?
1: Anybody? Oh, I, I thought that the caller was going to do it. A subprime loan is uh, uh, the scabs. The people who have bad credit. Um, it used you know. to be said that you, if you could fog up a mirror, you'd get a loan. That's yeah, what they're he, talking about, bringing back?
6: Right, right. That's what, that's what the article said. And I mean, you, you'd think after this long that people would start to catch on that if you give a loan to somebody that can't afford it, then they're not going to pay it back. And we're going to end up in the same problem that we are already in.
1: Okay, well, I, 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 I'm of two minds on this. Uh, one, uh, and most importantly, the government screws up everything it touches, so this is a bad idea. <laughs> The second point is is that I think that many banks and lending institutions are being hyper vigilant at this point as far as keeping, uh, as far as giving out loans that they only want to give them to the very best credit risks, mm-hmm. and they don't uh, they don't have systems in place to give them to uh, people that are slightly less bad. I think that that would that would behoove everyone if they would do that. Also, these banks that have taken the bailout money, as far as I'm concerned, they're essentially uh, franchises of the government at this point. I mean, they've they've taken uh, mommy government's money, so they're going to have to do what mommy government says.
0: Well, they know that there's going to be more money in it for them if things fail, right? Oh well, yeah, we'll give you sub we'll give the subprime loans out as long as you'll back us up when they fail.
2: Well, also, people, some people made a lot of money off the derivative scheme with that subprime uh, whole fiasco there. So. I think if there's still money to be squeezed out of some rock, some guy out there is going to find a way to get it out. David,
0: uh, thanks for sharing that tonight. Anything else you want to talk about? Nope, that's it. Thanks for the call. Appreciate hearing from you. Let's talk to Nick in Illinois on the amp lines. Nick, you're on Free Talk Live with the NJJ and Mark.
7: Hi. Uh, What you said about households combining is exactly what's happening in my life now. Uh, just six months ago, my household consisted of only myself and my parents. Then a few months back, we had to move my octogenarian grandparents in because of uh, a complicated situation that was probably going to happen regardless of the economy. Mm-hmm. But now my brother and his family, which includes a wife and two little sons, are also going to be moving in. Good heavens, cow. how
1: many rooms how, are in the house? Yeah, how
0: big is this? A mansion? <laughs> well, it's a pretty big house, but
7: it's, it's not that big. We're, we're going to be building on an extension.
1: Hmm. You know a lot of people yeah. are finding this uh, you know that that 's what that 's easier for them is to just uh, add a, a, you know a little extra onto it or or maybe park a mobile home along the side or ro- i should
2: say r v or something like that. Mm-hmm.
1: it's, it's it, that 's happening
2: it 's interesting because uh, back when I was in Milwaukee before I had come to the free state project and the uh, the whole idea of liberty sort of thing, and i wasn 't really aware uh, the next door neighbors to my grandparents home were, uh, I believe, a bunch of people who, who migrated here from, from southerly regions. Mm-hmm. And they uh, there were several families living together in this home, and I guess it was looked down upon that there were so many families in this home. That's going to change. Right, but for financial reasons, obviously, they had to, to share living space. And they actually had a, a smart thing to do. Yeah, they had a network uh, sort of worked out where, where certain people would sleep when they weren't working, and mm. then others were working. They were, were hotbedding? Hot yeah.
1: Oh, my goodness.
2: Yeah. Wow. So I mean that was all that was looked down upon and whatnot, but now obviously with the the current market situation, it's becoming more commonplace. Right now they'll just be looked down upon because they're brown. Yeah, exactly. One eight hundred two five nine ninety
0: two thirty one. So Nick, uh, what else did you want to share about that?
7: Uh, well, I do want to put in a caveat there that um, my brother was already planning to move up here from Georgia, but the problem is that they can't sell their condo that they yeah. had because it's oh, way it's it's worth a lot less now than they paid for it, so they're not willing to let go of it, and so they can't get a new house on their own. And that's
1: Does why he know what a short sale is? I don't. Uh, what, sorry, is it? what was that? Does he know what a short sale is? What is it? I don't know. I'll tell you a short sale. I'll tell you what a short sale is. And then you can talk to him about it. And, you know, for whatever reason, he may or may not want to do it. A short sale is when you sell a house for less than you owe on it. And the bank takes the loss. They may or may not try to hit you in the pants with the IRS. But the chances are very low because so many people are doing it at this point. You know, the bank's got their bailout. Two or three years ago, essentially short sales are the way that the American people are getting one of the ways that the American people are getting that bailout uh, handed to them. It's uh, it's the trickle down bailout.
8: Hmm.
7: I didn't know you could do that. Yeah.
1: So okay. basically what you're saying Mark is you sell the house you
0: take a loss on selling the house you still owe x so let's say you got a $100,000 house and you sell it for $50,000 the mortgage you've only paid 25 on so you've got a $75,000 mortgage you're only able to pay off 50 of the $75,000 meaning you still owe the bank 25,000 you're saying at that point you just default on the the, the bank the bank writes it off uh, they agree to the short sale amount and they write it off. Oh, it would be an agreement yes. between you and the bank. Yes, so you actually have to contact the bank and say, "Look, it this can is be what very difficult
1: do. dealing with banks, no doubt." But uh, it beats the heck out of uh, you know just having a. You know, a, a house going into foreclosure on you. Many, many, the banks benefit because it's hard to sell a house that's been foreclosed on because it has the plywood on the uh, walls and the the copper uh, has been ripped out of it, and all kinds of things happen. The longer a house is without somebody in it, uh, the the more dead that house is. Mm-hmm. So, the banks benefit by putting, you know, <laughs> just being able to flip a house and get somebody else in there.
0: And get at least some something. payment, too. Sure, they get right? they something. Rather than having that homeowner who's in such dire straits, they've got a $75,000 mortgage remaining here, a remaining principal, they're in the, so much dire straits that uh, they just have to leave the house because they just can't afford to live there anymore. Then the bank has to foreclose having $75,000 owed to it, whereas if the homeowner sells it, maybe they can get fifty out of it. The bank can then it gets, get at least the fifty out and then proceed to sell it for whatever. The, at bank, that point. the
1: banks can be very ponderous in or doing this, it. though. It happened just to a, a Friend of mine in Florida. Um, it was actually uh, th- th- he had an offer for a short sale that would have been ten thousand dollars more than the one the bank finally went ahead with because the the banks just drag their feet. They just don't know. Right. You know, they just can't get out of their own way.
0: Nick, thanks for the call tonight. Appreciate hearing from you. Probably not an uncommon story of people combining households because. It just makes more sense. And if you're going to do, like he said, the expand the house, do an add-on, an extension to that one house, that makes a lot more sense cost, cost-wise than trying to keep two separate households going and whatever costs are involved in continuing to do that. Because if you've got one household, you don't have to pay to air-condition one house. Yep. The extra yep. you know, the extra space on that house isn't going to be a huge addition in comparison to air-conditioning two houses or heating two houses, et cetera. 800-259-9231. The SACL, CAI Tool Freeline And, of course, the more people together split the bills makes it a cheaper living situation. It's Free Talk Live.
4: Are you looking for camping, hunting, or shooting gear?
0: This is Free Talk Live. Dial in toll free and take control of the airwaves. Bring up anything you want at 800-259-9231. Maybe you want to tell us your housing story. What is going on in your life? Have you been foreclosed upon? Are you combining households moving in with parents, having kids move in with you uh, what 's your story eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one because that 's what 's happening uh, we 've uh, Mark you just shared some statistics where the housing market is down to the point it's uh, at a low point at which it was at in two thousand and eight
1: or something like that Two thousand and three is the, the the low point it is uh... Uh, let, me, let me see here. It's the no. Two thousand three was the peak. Just had its worst quarter since two thousand and eight. Right. Um, the prices of houses. No. Two thousand and six was the peak. Really. So uh, prices are back to where they were on average on a national average about where they were in two thousand and three. Oh six could not have been the peak. June really two thousand and six was the pe- peak. Wow. The bu- bubble burst, but people. It takes people a while to figure it out. the 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 commercial real estate bubble has burst, and people don't know it. So you know and and as i understand it there's a bursting in the uh the the high end um housing market too that's uh, coming on down the line i mean housing in the United States is it's just it's I don't know it, there's a real there's a real problem coming folks Right, and then you've got the extra you've got two
0: what was it two million foreclosures available you' know, basically going through the process right now you've got maybe another one or 1.5 million that could be coming to dilute the foreclosure market and the general sale market even further meaning prices are going to continue to likely tumble and as you say the commercial uh, real estate has yet to really hit hard so on top of all that uh, JJ you were talking about during the break some of the spending habits of uh, people in this in this culture
2: yeah, just the the consumeristic lifestyle that has been propagated through the media and through all different forms of uh, like lifestyle sort of issues um, I think that is that is the core problem with what 's going on in all of this is that people are consuming blindly for the most part they are, they're largely unconscious of, of what 's going on around them, save for their their life details their job their their immediate family their immediate surroundings they're they're oblivious to what the government's doing or what what anything is is really going on and i think that is is partially a massive massive problem that that is still still going on because people don't aren't paying attention to any of this stuff that's going on the the housing market sure people feel the crunch but they don't know where to look they don't know why they don't it's not like they're they're looking to solve the problem or they're looking for that solution or they're what looking the to understand solution? no that's that's <laughs> it's not it's, it has nothing to do with that you can't you can't answer the question uh you know if you don't know what the question is right well they're not even looking for the question they're 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 just going along in in sort of not not there i i shouldn't say you know to speak in such general terms, but there's a large section of Americans if you will people who live in this this general continental area who basically don't care don't know and and could give a damn about anything and it that is is extremely disturbing and i think that is going to continue as long as their suffering isn't so great that they can't swallow it with a little a vodka or mm, yeah. or a pill or or something else as well, long as it contain of the pain substances begin to be used more often or, in or a recessionary kind of situation antidepressants and you know all sorts of different uh well, drugs that, to to numb the mind I
1: I agree I agree with everything you've said however the fact is that um generally when it comes to You know, human beings, uh, the way our economy is set up is uh, there's a specialization of labor. The people that, uh, you know, do tool and die stuff, they do tool and die stuff. They specialize in that, and that, that's what they handle. The people who handle sales, that's what they handle. They, they, they largely don't think about those other things. They want to leave the other things to other people. Well, our economy is based on debt. So it's no surprise that, uh, what was it, I think it was 2004, 2005, that there was actually more money, that Americans owed more money than they made. I see. I, I disagree.
2: I don't think our economy is based on debt. I think our economy is based on blind consuming no no that Our economy, what i'm saying our economy debt. is
1: based on debt it is in fact based on debt because the treasury writes uh you know the
2: right the, no i i understand all that that jargon and and stuff and you know that's cool and all but, I mean, striking the root of what is the problem, what is the actual root problem? Right, well, why do people go into debt? Is because they want things. They, right? they, they want to have, have this the hot th- new They're car.
1: motivated because the, uh, the currency becomes devalued over time, and they know that. You can't put I don't something— think people No, know they that. don't.
2: See, this is what I'm getting at right here, is the, the evolution of consciousness— of understanding your surroundings, understanding the situation, the sea of variables that you find yourself in. That is what people need to, to accomplish to, to reach this next level of thought, this next level of, of cognitive ability to understand. Because at the moment when you're head in the sand, you're not going to gain any information. You're not, you're not open to receiving because you're, you're just not conscious enough to really care about anything or even know what to care about. And it's, it's difficult for the person to sort
1: of know what to do. I mean, we all carry debt. There's a cost of money out there. Um, I mean, do you really want to be rushing to pay off your house right now when the value of houses are diminishing? I mean, is that where you want to be putting your money? Shouldn't you be taking the extra money you have that you would otherwise be trying to pay off your house and buying precious metals with it or bitcoins with it or something that's increasing in value right now? I mean, it seems it seems kind of silly to rush to pay off one's house so that it can be worth less next month.
0: Yeah, I see. You've always made that argument Mark and I still don't feel bad that I paid off my house.
1: I I, I understand where you it makes it it makes it less complicated. It's a yeah. nice simple solution, but I'm not sure that it's the best one.
0: Well, well, it's you're, it's you're less talking stress, about though, not too, paying. Right? You're, you're talking. Well, it is less stress. It's one less bill. Right. But you're, and I, you know, I actually own it. So-called. Of course, the government really does. But that's yeah. another issue. That's the reality. But uh, you've been making that point for a while, and I think that as far as paying off that paying off a house versus not paying off a house is concerned i like having something that uh, that i can live in and that uh, that i can call mine and you, what you're suggesting otherwise is that i speculate and invest in other things instead of using that money to pay down a debt that i that i've incurred and for me i'm very anti debt i don't like debt i think that if you're going to use debt it needs to be used to be constructive in some way like to have a house to live in or to, to you know to go into a business but odd, i i wouldn't recommend it I I think that if you if you can't go into a business with money that you have, you probably shouldn't do it because then you're taking you know a risk that now risk is important. It is important to take risks, but it's also good to build up financial
1: uh, strength. Be educated guesses, right?
0: Because it's it's risky enough to go into business. Period. Like just to have an idea and to to put it out there and to create a product or a service. <laughs> good that ideas its, fail all the time. Right. That on its own is risky. To add on top of that. Taking on debt on top of the already existing risk of whether or not your business is going to succeed, because then if your business doesn't succeed, you're still stuck holding the bill at that point. And so I'm with uh, JJ and I'm actually kind of agreeing I with JJ I, I kind of is... agree with both of you on this in that debt is a huge problem. But the reason why people are getting into debt is because of what J.J.'s talking about, where they're oh, yeah. constantly chasing new, shiny things
1: that they feel like they need. And I don't disagree with what is saying. Uh, you know, During the break, he was talking about trading in the 35-inch uh, plasma TV for the 45-inch plasma TV. I it think may be ludicrous. an exaggeration,
2: but... Uh, I don't are- know
1: that it's much of one.
2: No, no. The next high-def, whatever version. Oh, i got to get the Blu-ray player now because my DVD just isn't good enough. Yeah. It's like, come on, Really? is is that is that the way you're going to live your life is just to get that one incremental increase in whatever it is and that satiates you?
1: Well, you know, to some extent, I think America has learned that lesson, If not learned it, at the very least, is is experiencing that lesson right now. But you also have to ask yourself, what happens to the people whose job it is to make high def TVs? I mean, the economy has been for so long based on consumerism. What about them? Do we really want to lose those those uh, high skilled jobs? Well, I, I wouldn't
2: if, if the economy is is built on a false premise, I would want that to 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 fall apart to to be broken apart and to build the economy on a, a solid real premise like manufacturing or production or creating something that's what I'd rather see instead of just trying to prop this one up because it's the only one we have why do that if it's a failing if it's if it's failed to begin with if it's dead the the, the people making the tvs mark by the way don't live around here
1: some of them do right no 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 not, sure. not a single no. one Okay. No
0: television set that I know of is made in the United States, so-called. 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. And I'm not going to be concerned with who, with what jobs happen out there as far as my spending habits are concerned. I'm only concerned with the bottom line and how much I make versus how much is going out. 1-800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. You can bring up anything. This is Free Talk Live. This is Free Talk Live. Bring up what you want. Dial in toll-free. Bring up anything at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. 1-800-259-9231. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. We give you the features on our site for free, so enjoy those on us. Once again, that's freetalklive.com. And those features, by the way, include... The Wiki, with over 2,000 pages created by listeners like you, wiki.freetalklive.com. Head on over there, get interactive. You can edit virtually anything you see there, wiki.freetalklive.com.
1: As a smoker, you know traditional cigarettes are unhealthy. And the taxes that you pay on these cigarettes, they feed the very beast that's stealing your freedom to smoke. That's why Vapor Station offers an assortment of electronic cigarette kits. Each rechargeable, refillable kit is an effective, affordable alternative to smoking. No combustion, no tar, no foul, lingering odors, and just no smoke. Just inhale pure enjoyment and exhale water vapor. Take a puff just about anywhere without getting hassled. Get your e-cigarette kit now at VaporStation.com. Use coupon code FTL to save 5% off their already low prices. As I understand, the kit itself is a loss leader at VaporStation.com. 800-259-9231
0: we're talking about personal finances and financial intelligence and how it is seriously lacking uh, in this country and of course the reason one of the big reasons is because well most of us went to government school where as it's been said multiple times on this program all they taught me in government school is how to write a check (laughs) they didn't teach me anything about savings they didn't teach me anything i mean mark you mentioned earlier that the way the financial system is set up, it is a debt-based system. The Federal Reserve notes are evidence of debt. Uh, each Federal Reserve note, the the greenbacks that are in your wallet, each one of those is evidence of debt that has been created on a book somewhere in the federal government, the Federal Reserve or whatever. Uh, so the, the, uh, the entire system is based on debt. And then on top of that, you've got this mentality, this consumer mentality where people are constantly chasing newer and better Things to replace the other things that they 've already purchased, and they 're willing to chase those things to their detriment uh, rather than save the money required to purchase that brand new forty inch uh, lCD screen or blu ray player rather than save the money required they 'll put it on the credit card and they 'll make payments on it thereby paying you know fifty percent more than they otherwise would have paid or they'll go with like a rent to own place if they can not if they can't get a credit card cuz their credit's so bad they'll go with Rena Center or something like that and then they're going to pay like four times as much as what the the regular price would be had they actually just been patient enough and uh, frugal enough to actually save the money to purchase the things they're looking for and as a result of that uh, JJ you were talking about this during one of the breaks the place that you li- used to live in Wisconsin the Rena Center truck was there every single day either dropping off something or picking something up and when when they pick those things up, it means those people weren't, being, weren't able to make the payments That's anymore. right.
2: I, I was in sort of a, a subsidized apartment complex, and it was it was a really bad neighborhood. But anyway, the, the Rent-A-Center truck was always there, and I saw in some of the rooms as I walked past and, and whatnot, they had their massive big-screen TVs mm-hmm. in there and uh, just sitting there all day watching TV. And I think this, this same mentality goes hand-in-hand hand with the political awareness as well. Knowing what's going on with the rights and the, the the government doing various things to limit your freedoms and liberties, I think that that goes hand in hand with the consumeristic uh, blindness, so to speak. In that, you know, there's, the people are are sort of letting themselves be distracted and sort of, I guess, cornered, where they, their decision making process is limited to like one of three options. And even though they're 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 actually capable of making a decision of many options, they can only see like three right. options. Well, they're
1: ignorant because they've, there's time spent spent watching Licious or whatever. <laughs> I'm not kidding you. That's what it's called. What? <laughs> there's a show out there Jersey called Jersey Shore. There's Jersey Shore. There's but another there's, one now. Yeah, there's a spinoff called Licious, which is I think it's a bunch of hairdressers. I don't sure know. I've only seen know. the uh, the promos for well, it. Right,
0: the three choices you're talking about, JJ. Would it be like looking at something, saying, deciding I want that, and then trying to figure out how to get it as soon as possible? Like, well, I can either put it on the
2: credit card, or I can go to Rent a Center, or I can you know yeah. steal well, something. It's it's sort of that as well as you know all I have in my life is to go to college and then get a job in finance, or I can. Uh, Go and work at the uh, you know the, the flipping burgers shack and stuff like that. You know it's like my life is limited to these options and this is all I can do. I you know I have to get a house and a wife and three kids and a car and this job and this pension. Well, that is what uh, society and uh, the popular culture teaches, people, right? Exactly, right? and that encourages that, and that goes right back to the public school thing where you hear you know the teachers are there for their they get their pension when they're done and they put in so many years or at certain colleges they get tenure and stuff like that. It's like this, this uh, the indoctrination of living through a public school system where, as you said, they don't teach you anything to do with public finance or your own personal finance. It's basically you learn how to add the numbers and put the dollar sign in front, right. but there's really no real life, real world sort of knowledge that it departs upon you. It's just, yeah. Pass this test so that I can get my bonus check and and have summer vacation.
0: Mark, you'd made a comment earlier that I think we should focus a little more on because JJ and I both disagreed with it. And the comment was regarding people and spending money sooner rather than saving it because the system is designed in a certain way to encourage that.
1: Right. The people are motivated because that's how the system's
0: designed. It's a true statement. The system is designed to encourage spending because the money does become worth less over time. And it's true
1: that people uh, uh, react to incentives.
0: However, those incentives are largely invisible to most of the population. Like the people that we're talking about, and I've spent plenty of time in in neighborhoods like that as well, uh, and around folks who just don't have the financial wherewithal to, to know what it is they're doing. They don't know
2: what inflation is. I mean, they've heard of inflation maybe. Maybe they, they don't. It, it, it's irrelevant to them. The it's the people in this sort of mental state, from what I can tell and living there, I, I I've never been that way of, of just I have to have this thing and I will do whatever's necessary to get it, blah blah blah, and go into debt for however long. Anyway, it's sort of it's sort of a way we talked earlier before about the, the way to ease the pain and t- you know, take pills, uh, you know, antidepressants and sort of mind-altering drugs, alcohol, all sorts sure. of things. Well, it's the same thing when you consume products. It's the same thing when you get that thing that you wanted. You get that that drug. Well, it's not it's not an actual drug. It's just that thing you've been craving, whatever it's a, a TV or, or that PlayStation. Does it even
0: satiate, though, like a drug? I mean, like with like I with think, alcohol or some other drug, you actually get high or you get some kind I of I think effect.
2: there is some sort of release. I don't know if it's endorphins or serotonin or something but to wouldn't that effect. But
0: would you say that by the time you actually get to the item that most of that is dissipated because the anticipation participation is really what you're looking for and i think it's the and, chase
2: too it's right. the act of getting what you want and once you by the have time it, you get
1: there it's like oh uh, what's next
2: yeah right? exactly yeah
1: i think that i think it's a short-lived high but very I think short. but i think it's a high nonetheless and i think that people pursue it uh, right sure the, the
0: moment of the actual acquiring maybe there's something there but it doesn't it doesn't stay with you
2: it doesn't long. no it doesn't yeah and see that's the thing with the political process these people who are sort of You know, ingrained into this philosophy of I must acquire this item, you know, you don't get anything for voting. You don't get anything for caring about the politics. You don't actually get anything that's tangible. You understand what I'm saying? The whole idea that they're going to go to the polls or they're going to watch their legislature and they're going to call them and they're, you know, they're actually going to pay attention. No, there's nothing. There's no incentive to do that. So I think that's part of the failing It's not really a failing of society. I think it's just a failing of the people who made that choice not to watch to to undervalue what is actually important. Well, they were never really right. I mean, you're absolutely right. They were never explained
0: to why certain things are important. They were never told the truth about the mon- the monetary system right. or or value backed currency or you know what inflation really is. A lot of people believe that inflation is just a rise in prices. They're told that if they even pay attention to inflation, if they even you know are Even if they could define, even if they are aware of the term inflation and maybe could spit out a definition, whether it's a correct or not uh, definition is is another question. But even the people that are are somewhat familiar with the term still don't know what it really means. A lot of them think that inflation is a rise in prices. When when in point of fact, that's a symptom of inflation. In fact, I'm pretty sure I was taught in government high school that inflation is a rise in prices. I'm
1: sure, pretty sure we all were.
0: And that, uh, you know, well, there's this 3% or 2% or whatever inflation that happens every year, and that's just the way the system is. And, and you know, it's
1: okay. Don't worry
0: about it. Right. That's just how things are, and you just have to live your life based on that, you Put your money in a savings right.
1: account, then uh, that handles that 2 or 3%. Well,
2: no I think that, that might be one of the greatest flaws of the government school, is the, the corrupted value system that it imparts upon the students. And, and the idea that that you value certain things so much more than they, they ought to be, and you totally neglect the things that are actually important. And and this it, it goes on every day. And there are there are pl- plenty of students who, you know, that want to get out, that want to actually learn different ways to to actually teach themselves or to gather knowledge that's important to them, but they don't have a way out.
0: Your toll free number here, 800 259 9231. Maybe you want to tell us your story. What What was it that you were taught that you discovered maybe the hard way absolutely wasn't the case? 800 259 9231. You can take control of the airwaves. I mean, there's a talk show host whose whole show is dedicated to helping people get out of debt. It's such a huge
4: problem. More on the way. You can take control. This is Free Talk Live. Are you ready to explore New Hampshire? meet more than a thousand freedom-loving friends and experience the free market in action? You can do all of these things and more at the Free State Project's 2011 Porcupine Freedom Festival at Rogers Campground in beautiful Lancaster, New Hampshire. Porkfest has games, hikes, live music, dance parties, fun activities for kids, and even state-free weddings. And of course, Porkfest features the famous Agora Valley, where the free market thrives. You won't want to miss speakers like Stephen Molyneux and J. Niel But the best part of Porkfest is being surrounded by more than a thousand like-minded, freedom-loving friends. The fun begins on June 20th, 2011 and doesn't stop until the 26th. Porkfest 2011 is the biggest liberty-oriented event in the world. This year, you can be a part of it. Don't miss out. Visit Porkfest.com today. That's P-O-R-C-F-E-S-T dot com. Use coupon code FREETALKLIVE, all one word, for 20% off.
0: This is Free Talk Live. We're launching into the third hour of the program. You can dial in toll-free and take control of the airwaves at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. It's 1-800-259-9231. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com and enjoy the features there for free. Uh, Joining you this evening, it's Ian, JJ, and Mark. All right, so we'll, of course, take your phone calls about anything. Last hour, for those of you just tuning in, we were talking about financial uh, intelligence, financial independence, the consumer nature of the culture. I I would say maybe over-consuming is a more accurate term because there are certain people that uh, they're this kind of anti-consumerist viewpoint where they're like against brand names and they're against... Anything that's outside of, like, living in a cave. So I think that, obviously, in order for us to have a comfortable lifestyle outside of caves, uh, we, you know, will need to buy some things in life, obviously. Certainly. There are certain things that are a requirement uh, in order to make life comfortable. However, there's a certain point at which you've gone too far. So... you know like we were talking about with the rent-a-center uh, situation rent-to-own where people like feel like they have to have the the best of everything and they're willing to just go all the way into debt as far as possible in order to have that rather than maybe having an air mattress or something you know simple something basic uh to to get you by
2: with well i think it's it speaks to the the three different kinds of value systems that i that i personally define the 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 physical one obviously is the the consumeristic materialistic person, and then the person who has inte- intellectual pursuits is more the bookworm, you know that sort of value system where they're they're all about gaining knowledge and science, and then of course there's the spiritual or the the people person uh, traveling and being around individuals and and uh, emotions relationships that sort of stuff. So I think a lot of people have the materialistic value system where they place the The materialist materialistic aspects whether it's uh buying products for their home, but also uh, to an extent themselves making you know where they buy the fancy clothes all the time they're mm-hmm. they're constantly um, trying to get this certain image. And, and create this image for themselves instead of just being themselves. And, right,
0: like people that are chasing, always chasing some level of perfection that, of course, is impossible to right. obta- obtain. Like the people that
2: keep getting plastic surgeries because they're never happy with themselves. Those kind of folks. Yeah, that sort of stuff, too. I mean, I, I can see someone being custom, wanting, wanting to customize their body and, and make it look the way they want. But as you said, that, that sort of pursuit of perfection in the material sense and well, in right, the things physical that we, body.
0: The things that we buy and the things that we learn, the, the thing, the, those are customizations, essentially. I mean, we all start from zero and we customize our lives to, the, to whatever it is that, that pleases us. It's just that there's a certain point where it's gone too far. And I think there's a scale, right? Like on one end of the scale, there's total simplicity. And on the other end of the scale, there's total excess and somewhere in between those two is a comfortable mid midpoint. And everybody's got a different midpoint where it's comfortable, you know, for sure, them. Sure. Um and, and Mark as a Quaker, simplicity is a very important value. Yeah, it's right? one of their
1: testimonies, sure.
0: And and I before I found out about Quakerism, it was always important to me to not have a bunch of stuff, to not be overloaded with a bunch of clutter uh in my life. If for, if for any other reason that there's just – I don't like having a bunch of crap around. I have to dig through to find things or whatever. I, I like having just a certain number of things where I know where
2: everything is. And even now, I still can't tell you where everything you know, is. When I, w- when I made the move to, uh, to to New Hampshire from Wisconsin, you know, I went through that thing where I basically moved with this really small car. And whatever I could fit in the car, that's what I kept. Mm-hmm. And so I had to do this process of getting rid of all my other stuff. And basically, it was some furniture – and some, you know, basically large items that you're not going to carry across country. And other than that, most of the clutter that I had was actually paperwork. Hmm. I'm hmm. talking about W-2s, yep. paycheck stubs, tax files, uh, you the know. Crap t- uh, the government makes you keep. Right, credit card stubs and, and uh, bank bank transaction statements, all that stuff that that basically they're like, don't, don't, throw it out and they'll get your information and hold on to it. Mm-hmm. Cause if the IRS ever comes calling, you know, they're going to want to see these documents and all that sort of stuff. Uh, and, and, you know, I was very happy to get rid of it, but it so literally, good. it literally occupied such a large space, just square footage wise. I was just appalled by, mm. and, and you know, I'm not, I'm not an old person. I right. moved when I moved, I was 29 years old. So I'd only been an adult as far as the paperwork is concerned since basically 16 years old. So Geez, so you had paperwork from 16 years old. Yeah, I, I had those check working, stubs. Yeah. I started working at 15, but I don't think I kept those stubs. I really didn't care. But, um, you know, 16, I got a, a more firm job. But anyway, that that stuff there that you, you are sp- said to place such value in it and that people, you know, basically scare you into keeping because of the IRS, the threat yeah. of someone coming and checking your paperwork you know, and before you know it, you're keeping uh, all kinds of things. And then if you're raised in a home where you've got
0: uh, maybe parents that are of a certain collecting mindset, not, maybe not necessarily hoarding, but, but collecting. Like hoarding is on the extreme level of the excess sure, you know, sure. spectrum that I was talking about. But there's also just the fact that humans, for whatever reason, have a tendency, at least in our culture— to fill spaces because we're so wealthy uh you know collectively those people in this country in the western world are very very wealthy obviously if you're in you know the middle of uh africa where there's not much around and not much wealth around then you're not going to be filling your spaces i don't think too effectively because you just don't have as much to uh, to spend and on those things uh, but here there's all kinds of uh, of wealth even even in the recession there's still a lot of wealth here it's a very strong wealthy uh, place and and so people have the ability to just collect and to add things and there's uh, there was a show that came on before the hoarder shows and if you've ever seen the Hoarders show make a make a point of seeing it'll make you want to Throw a bunch of crap away. Um, <laughs> at least that's what it does to me. And but before this hoarder show came out, was there was another one called Clean Sweep. And they would go into just the average folks' homes. Not hoarding homes, not where there's like little paths, but just average people's homes. And these people have very defined areas where they keep things. But in those areas, they keep a lot of things. Or they'll cover a desktop or something like that with a bunch of stuff. Or they'll cover their dresser or whatever with just a bunch of uh, you know knickknacks or things that aren't really necessary. But they like them and they've got the money to spend on them, so why not? So you're saying
2: things of sentimental value, that sort of
0: well, they believe they have sentimental value, but they end up getting shoved in boxes and shoved in closets, right, right. and then what good is your sentimental value item if you aren't using it, if you aren't seeing it, if you aren't in any way ex- ac- accessing it? See, it's things, just sitting there in a box.
2: When I made the move, there were things that I axed from my my inventory that my mom would not let me. Things like my yearbook from high school, uh, mm-hmm. my diploma from high school I, I could care less about, things like that. Right. You know, that... that material object they give you when you complete this phase of your life. Those sorts of things my mom held on to and has since You cannot, tried to, be,
1: you cannot be trusted with, with your own high school diploma. She has to keep it. I, I tell you, my moms must have mine, too.
2: Yeah, well, <laughs> I, I didn't want it back, and so she's asked to ship it to me, and I was like, no, I really don't really? need any of that stuff. Yeah, You can hold on to it.
0: That's where I first uh, kind of learned the disdain for excess was because my mom was one of those people who just kept all my school papers like what are you kidding me are you gonna go and revisit my math test from second grade i mean i don't think (laughs) i don't think she still has them. but honestly i
1: don't know i haven't asked her uh, when, when the kids wow. are gone you're liable to hold on to anything i mean you know it was, it was probably i Dang, I'm, take I'm, some pictures I'm, i mean just well, report
2: from third grade you know i think in a way that we were probably
1: kind, nice to have around at that point
2: it might have reminded <laughs> herself of a time in her life when things were better in some yeah. fashion whether it was her youth or <laughs> the money she had to spend or the political climate whatever it is you know that that time period when you were in second grade she really and reagan was president yeah she really <laughs> liked that um now, my mom didn't wasn't that bad. It, she just held on the art things, because she called me the artist. Yeah, but, it may not have been other than everything, that, honestly, I don't remember. But I remember looking yeah. at it and saying, this
0: is ludicrous. Why would you want to hold exactly. on to this crap? Let's continue here. Take your phone calls about what you want. Mark is on the line listening to XM's America's Talk in Florida. Hello, Mark. Hey, how are you? Hey, what's on your hey, mind I, tonight? I
9: just wanted to, to clarify a little bit for you. Um, the Presbyterian Church USA is a liberal wing of Presbyterianism that... Um, I don't know, 10, 15 years ago, there was a major split in what was the Presbyterian Church of America.
1: Really? Oh, I didn't know that.
9: And so there are two different Presbyterian churches in the country now. Just so
0: our listeners, by the way, can catch up here, because we're on like a two-hour time shift uh, over there in XM land. Uh, Our listeners right now aren't aware, maybe the Presbyterian Church Ah. of the USA has actually voted to allow gay uh, and lesbian uh, ministers into their organization. And if you could tell us more about the split, I'd love to have you. So hang on with us. We'll bring you back here in a moment. At 800-259-9231, that's the SACL-CAI toll-free line. 1-800-259-9231. You can call about anything, even but if you aren't listening live, it's not a problem at all. We'll take your calls. You can bring up whatever's on your mind at 800 259 9231 Useful information. I was not aware of this. It's Free Talk Live. is Free Talk Live. You can bring up anything you want. Dial in toll-free. Take control of the airwaves. 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. Uh, you can bring up anything you can also join us on our website at freetalklive.com get signed up for the news updates we will keep you in the loop whenever there's something you need to know about free talk live go to news.freetalklive.com get signed up there you'll find out the latest about free talk live as it is announced you can follow us via email twitter facebook go to news.freetalklive.com in fact I just announced a new affiliate today as a matter of fact in New York in Geneva we've actually had a station in Geneva for a while WGVA it's uh, Finger Lakes News radio it's kind of a cluster of simulcast radio stations and this is uh, has been an am station now they've added what they call an fm translator to it so now the am station is both available on am and on fm as well so now we're on an fm on on fm in uh geneva new york which is great news so you can get our full list of affiliates over at affiliates.freetalklive.com that puts us at 98
1: 98 affiliates Uh, Ruger has some exciting new offerings for this model year. The LC9 is a slightly larger cousin to the very popular LCP. Its compact has numerous safety features, a three-dot sight system, and Ruger always has and always will mean rugged. The Ruger LC9, the next handgun you must own. Made in America and made for you. Ruger.com. Now, if
0: you want to count XM as an affiliate, that would be 99. Let's go back to Mark. He's listening on XM to America's Talk. Uh, Mark, and you're calling from Florida. Are you still with us? I'm still with you. Now, you're bringing up the uh, Presbyterian Church topic. It was earlier in the show tonight that we talked about how they are—they have voted, I think it was about 200 to 50, uh, voted to approve the allowing of gay ministers into the church. And you're saying that apparently the Presbyterian Church had a major split recently?
9: Well, actually, I, I kind of contemplated about it while I was on hold there. It probably happened in the early 90s. Oh. And what happened was that they became— the Presbyterian Church USA, which is the liberal side of it, and then the the main body of Presbyterianism in the country is Presbyterian Church in America.
4: And Hmm. and the
9: Presbyterian Church in America held on to its um, very conservative roots. I'm actually a member of that church. But what the split actually occurred over is they allowed women and non-practicing homosexuals in the USA division to become ministers, and that's where the Church split over what you guys were talking a couple hours ago, which I didn't know we were on, on delay, two hours on XM. But no, it's no problem. That that, um, that that was the big schism in the Church, was that biblically, one side said, hey, it clearly says that that's kind of a, a no-no, and as much as Christians should love everybody, uh, should the teacher of the doctrine be the one that they're trying to teach you not to do? And so, technically that that side of Presbyterianism has been very liberal from that
0: moment on now i'm looking here over at Wikipedia, and according to Wikipedia, you know for whatever that's worth, and they do have citations here for those that want to dig into this uh, but according gotcha. to wikipedia you've got it backwards the presbyterian church u s a you're correct that apparently there are different uh iterations here. But Presbyterian Church USA is the mainline Protestant Christian denomination in the United States, part of the Reformed tradition. It's the largest Presbyterian denomination in the US and I'm a minority. (laughs) <laughs> and the, the, the claim here is there are about two million members of the Presbyterian Church USA, while the Presbyterian Church in America, the PCA, is an evangelical Protestant Christian denomination, the second largest Presbyterian Church body in the United States, with approximately 350,000 members. So you had it backwards.
8: Okay,
9: so I am backwards there, and you know, I stand corrected if that is correct.
1: Well, but, you gave us the information um, but, we didn't have at all. No, so but it was yeah, it was exactly. very useful
0: information because I just thought I thought there was just one Presbyterian church, and apparently, no, there's more than one.
9: No, and they they split for that reason, which is and it, and what happened now is that USA is just taking it one step further. Sadly, what's become in, in almost every church denomination in this country, no matter what the religion. Is there, it's, a, it's a money business now, and they're all trying to figure out how they can keep as many people in the fold to, to cover their costs of doing business, and it, it's sad in its own route, but that's why Catholicism doesn't cover half of its tenants, and it's why every other religion in the world, except maybe being Muslim, does the same thing. Man, how so,
0: hard can it be to run a church? It's not like they have to pay property tax.
9: You know, if they don't make people happy, they don't come and pay the bills, and somebody's got to pay the mortgage.
1: It's the truth. You've got you know they're, they're, they're more than anything uh, you know they're social groups and if you yeah. got you got to get enough people together that sort of believe the same thing, feel the same way thing, want to want exactly. to hang out together and you know that that's what a church is.
0: Hey, Mark, thanks for the call and the uh, the expertise tonight. Appreciate the information. It's certainly as you said, Mark, we did not have that info and it's uh, very interesting. At eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one, that is the SACL CAI toll free line, and you can of course bring up absolutely anything. Uh, so do, do we want to get back into the issue of financial intelligence here? Are there any other aspects of this that, uh, that we haven't covered? Simplicity, we were talking about simplicity and excess, and uh, I, I just think it's very important to, for me, in my life. It's very important for me to keep things as, as simple as possible. and
1: I think it's good advice, especially now with the way things are, to be able to be sort of in control of your wants and your desires. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I, I think that there's a place for making money and then using that money to make your life better and, sa- and saving enough that you'll, your life will continue to be good. And by money, I guess I mean value and whatever fashion that you choose to save it. Well,
0: many times when I make a rash purchase, it's a mistake. You know like there was one time when I was in a rush to get a car and I ended up getting a piece of junk uh, as a result of that. Or I think time- sometimes
1: when it comes to buying uh, used cars, you're really just rolling the dice. Sure, that you could take months and months to try to find the right used car, and that thing's transmission could fall out the next day. No doubt. I was talking to my mechanic, my mechanic. Who bought, I uh, was telling me the story of when he was, you know, it was a few, uh, a decade ago or so, he bought himself a uh, BMW 6 Series, a special edition that he wanted. He bought it and within a week, the transmission fell out of it. I mean, oh, what man. do you do when you're a mechanic? Everybody makes this mistake. Yeah. You know, when it comes to used cars, generally, you're going to save some money. I think you need to kind of look at them to between two and four years old. That seems like a, a kind of a sweet spot. It's nice to get that thousand dollar, two thousand dollar used car that runs well, but you can't be
2: guaranteed. Right. Oh no doubt. Well, and part of the thing that I'd like to uh, just firm up with this discussion about the uh, the financial and personal responsibilities and that stuff is just be, uh, be aware of what your value system is. Find you know discover that within yourself. I think taking a little inventory of what you want out of life, what your desires are, mm. and where you are at. And if it doesn't match up with where you want to be or where you want to head, then you need to make some corrections. But I think if you don't understand your own personal value system, if you don't understand what it is that makes you actually tick and you're going off in the wrong direction, well, that's that's probably a path to unhappiness, not happiness. It's useful to have goals. It's
0: useful to have things that are interesting to you that you would like to work toward. But it's also more important to work toward those things in a responsible manner. So there's nothing wrong with wanting a 50 inch lcd or plasma television set no. uh you know especially if what you're dealing with is a 19 inch old crt from the 1990s i mean there's nothing wrong with wanting something better but the problem comes in where you go in over your head in order to get something that you're just not ready for financially and why not wait the longer you wait on something like a 50 inch lcd or whatever we're talking about sure. the more affordable likely it's going to get over time it's very rare that you'll see products increase in cost over time especially consumer electronics and things like that. Uh, So odds are good that as you wait and save up for whatever it is that you wanted, by that time, you've got another year or two or however long it takes you to save to that point. That time has gone by. That's an old model at that point. You can get something newer and better for the same price or get that exact same one for much less. More coming up. This is Free Talk Live. This is Free Talk Live. Dial in toll-free and bring up whatever you want. 800-259-9231, the SACL CAI toll-free line. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com, and we'll give you the features on the site for free, so enjoy those, including our archives. If you've missed a moment of the show, you can just click and download. They're yours totally free. Just uh, go to the website. You'll see the last week's worth right there at the top of the site, and then you can click into the archive section to go all the way back to late 2006. All of it is free at freetalklive.com.
1: Sickle CAI has a full-orbed approach to account recovery. It's really three companies in one. They do collections, early out billing, and they purchase charged-off receivables. Sickle knows that the way they treat your customer reflects on you. Their staff is respectful. They record every call and have the best equipment money can buy so that your business is handled as efficiently as possible. You can see their banner at freetalklive.com. It's top one on the right-hand side of the page. SACL, C-A-I.
0: Let's continue with your phone calls. John is listening in Indy to WXNT. Hello, John. You're on Free Talk Live.
6: Hey, guys. How are you tonight? Hey,
0: welcome, sir. What's on your mind?
6: Oh, I heard you talking about short sales earlier. One of the things you have to be careful of if you enter into one is that some banks will Tell you okay we'll do the short sale but we're we're going to send you a w-2 for the difference in the value of the mortgage and then you get stuck with a really nasty tax bill it's like kicking you when you're down um, but that's one of the things that you have to be careful of if you execute one of those is to make sure that it's negotiated they're not going to send you one of those w2s because that can really mess your world up as well
1: even if they do send you that w2 there are ways to get out of it on the taxes as i understand it this was uh, this happened to uh, someone close to me and um you know they, they they got the w2 but because it was a special kind of w2 like a w2 g or something like that i don't know you should be taking a tax advice from me but that they didn't have to claim it on their income but some some other people under other circumstances would so it, it, it's still what if slippery, you don't pay income tax then you don't have to worry about it sweet
2: <laughs> <laughs> anything else on i
0: guess. i guess. no i guess if
6: that's the case the uh um it's been interesting watching what's been happening to ron paul today what's um, happened he well not Specifically, anything happened to him? What the press has been happening to him? Um, he he made a statement that he would not have ordered the execution of Osama, of Osama bin Laden, and uh, the press is starting to. And, and he's going to make his announcement soon for president.
0: Yeah, tomorrow. And, I think.
6: Uh, yeah, and that's um, there are people saying, oh, he, you know, he shouldn't be president because you know he wouldn't have ordered because he's of Osama not a
0: bloodthirsty Laden. killer. Well, yeah, yeah I mean that's. Uh, that...
8: uh,
6: it's kind of crazy, but yeah, that's that's kind of what, what I've a little. Right, bit of we want our sort of presidents
0: hearing. to be bloodthirsty killers in America. Well, I think
1: there needs to be a distinction made here. I mean, you're just uh, you're just demagoguing, Ian. The fact is that um, Americans love killers, man. That's what they that's who they keep electing. You know, I, I think all of it was righteous until they get the guy unarmed standing there, kneeling, depending on who you want to believe. Uh, you know, actually, no one, no one denies the, uh, the daughter's story where he's kneeling. So he's kneeling in a room with no gunshot, no bullet holes in it, and they shoot him in the head and the heart on a kill order. That's the problem that I have. You
0: mean it's righteous if you exclude the trillions of dollars they spent in the uh, thousands of innocent lives they took up that's getting just up to that point?
1: That's an implementation issue. Uh, it's a terrible <laughs> that's implementation. That's a really big implementation <laughs> yeah. sure issue. It is. Sure it is.
0: Well, part of, wow. as part of this is—I
6: mean—what version do you believe? Because there's so many versions of the story that have gone out, and it seems to have died down in the past couple of days. But it, and when it came out, there was one version. 24 hours later, there was another version. Then there was a revision of that version. Then another version of that version. It's like, okay, guys, what really happened?
0: Well, if it came and,
2: from the government, I don't trust it. Yeah, no doubt about that.
0: You know, good on Ron Paul for having the—you uh, know—the huevos to come out and actually make a statement like this in the face of all of this worship of violence, the worship of these Navy SEALs, uh, the, you know, the, the, the celebration uh, that
2: surrounds the the taking of another human life. What happened to that, that guy that's like, well, that's not how we do it in America. We put them on trial. We give them a chance to defend themselves. They're innocent until proven guilty. Don't you know the American way? What happened to those people? Where are those people? Uh,
10: Yeah, I just, I want
6: his candidacy to have legs and I just, when it's like when Mitt Romney first announced in the last cycle, immediately there was an issue with the press made because he was a Mormon. And it's just like they look for, with certain people they are just looking for things. And I'm sure every candidate, as soon as they announce they're going to be jumping on them and saying, okay, they've got this baggage or they've got that baggage. It's like, you know, let's, let's hear what these candidates have to say. I really want Ron Paul to do well. I don't know what his, what his chances are yet. I hope they're good. and, I just hope that whichever president we have next, and I pray that it's not our current one, God love him, that that they pick the best people for their cabinet and not the cronies from the political party that they're in. So anyway, you are
0: a dreamer. Wow. Thanks for the call, John. I appreciate wow. hearing from you at 800-259-9231. But I do think Ron Paul is going to do better this time
2: around well, than all last I, time. All I want Ron Paul to do is the same thing he did the last time, is awaken those sleeper people mm-hmm. who who haven't really heard about the message of liberty and, and don't really know of that idea. That is the success that I want Ron Paul to have. Yeah. As far as the machine goes, you can change the face, but it isn't going to change the game. And Ron Paul... As great as he is, and his his rhetoric, and his uh, you know his record there at the uh, the Texas uh, representative, um, you know he's not going to change the world by becoming president. I'm sorry, it's well, just not going to happen. Mean,
1: I, I don't know if he'll change the world dramatically, but are you saying that it'll have no effect? The presidency of Ron Paul would have no effect on the size, scope, and
2: invasiveness of government. I think it would have an effect, yes, but I think he would be minimized by. The Senate and uh, you know the, the House of Representatives basically passing laws and then once he vetoes them they, they just go through into a supermajority. So But if of veto. he could
0: bring the military home, that would be a worth worth it right there. Like if he could actually yes. do that. I right. think
2: yeah, if, he he should have that power and, right. and, and all these extra constitutional powers that the president now has you know he could definitely take and use those and put that ring of power on his finger and do the right thing. Like, but will he? When I he would gets trust. The power?
1: Uh, I would trust him more with the ring of power than I would with most politicians. But we know what Gary power Johnson. does. Uh, the fact is, you know, I mean, you look at Gary Johnson's presidency from uh, he he was vetoed, not president. Uh, Excuse me, his uh, executive position in uh, New Mexico. He vetoed seven hundred bills and. I, I, you know, what that requires is Congress to work harder. It requires Congress to, to only get through the bills that are, uh, you know, worth getting through.
0: Let's continue with your phone calls. You can bring up what you want. Uh, yeah, I'm excited about uh, Ron Paul. well. I gave him 100 bucks uh, as a result of his performance in the wow. debate. So I thought that uh, that he did a great job, and I hope he continues to do so. Because you're right, JJ. It's Ron Paul that helped really give the Liberty Movement the kick in the pants uh, that it that it needed. He's the reason and, I'm here.
2: Yeah, right, exactly. And, and people, Free
0: Talk Live. Wait, Free Talk Live is the reason you're here, or Ron Paul. Well, uh,
2: free, I heard Ron Paul do an uh, interview on Free Talk Live, and then I heard Ian tell me about uh, the Free State Project in one of the ad- advertisements. So that's that awesome. was that was my introduction to the free state project was ian that is why ron paul. ron paul is the man
0: because people ended up in new hampshire as part of the free state project which is in my opinion the best liberty activism movement in the world they ended up here because of ron paul and now with the, the new hampshire free state project being even larger and more effective than it was four years ago that's going to create even more of a whirlwind a whirlwind around ron paul he's supposed to be in exeter new hampshire tomorrow uh, i believe with the intention of announcing his candidacy for president so he'll be surrounded by all kinds of free staters and liberty lovers up here in new hampshire he's already acknowledged and endorsed the free state project it's likely that kind of stuff will continue to come out let's talk to ben listening in indianapolis to wxnt hello ben
11: yeah guys uh, I, I appreciate you guys uh giving kudos to ron paul uh that's pretty awesome it was actually john Locke that brought me into the liberty movement and the uh Austrian School of Economics. Well, Well, aren't you Mr. uh, Smarty
1: Pants?
11: (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm definitely not, but I definitely called in tonight because I I heard you mention that uh, you thought there was only one uh, Presbyterian denomination in America, and there's actually a plethora, and it's like uh, acronym CITY out here. We we have uh, the FPCNA, which is the Free Presbyterian Church of North America, which was actually a branch from the Free Presbyterian Church of Ulster, which is from uh, Ian Paisley. You may have heard of him uh, up in Northern Ireland.
0: No, wait, are these all churches that you're mentioning in Indianapolis?
11: These are churches in the United States.
0: In the United States, okay.
11: Yeah, in the United States. Yeah, okay. we have uh, Free Presbyterian Church of North America here. There's uh, the Orthodox Church pre or the, the Orthodox
8: Presbyterian
0: Church, the Orthodox OPC. Presbyterian. <laughs> wow. Yes. Yeah. Orthodox There's Presbyterians, the, um, that's where they actually drink blood. They have uh, to have. They have
1: They to wear the funny hats. <laughs> I'll
0: tell you what, if you want to share more, you're welcome to hang on with us here, Ben. 800-259-9231. You can take control in the remaining moments of Free Talk Live, which are coming up.
4: Are you moving to New Hampshire for the Free State Project? Maybe you are already here and need to find a place to call your own. Mark Warden, the Porcupine Realtor, will help you find the perfect property. Do you want a home with 50 acres of land? How about an income-producing building? Perhaps a cabin on a lake or a condo in an urban area. Invest in liberty and property. Contact Mark Warden, Porcupine Realtor. See his banner ad at freetalklive.com.
0: Or visit porcupinerealtor.com. That's porcupinerealtor.com. This is Free Talk Live. Moments remain. Maybe enough time for your thoughts if you're already on the line. Stick with us. We'll do our best to get you on. If you're not, well, call us back tomorrow night and we will or call us tomorrow night and we will get you on at that point because we do this thing every single night of the week. And of course, if you've missed a moment, you can just go to freetalklive.com to grab archives, listen to live streams. In fact, we've got live streams that go around the clock so you can listen to the latest episode of Free Talk Live basically on repeat so pretty much any time you tune in it's on for you over at listen.freetalklive.com plus it'll uh, give you details on our 98 yeah 98 excellent radio stations that carry the show throughout the week and xm different times plus xm plus our free to air satellite channel plus the webcam plus listen lines that allow you to call in from any phone that can dial long distance and listen that way as well go to listen.freetalklive.com
1: how does a cruise to bermuda sound how about a cruise to bermuda with stefan molyneux Wes bertrand of complete liberty And me. This cruise isn't just a convention on the water. It's an unconference where the event's what you want to make of it. There'll certainly be some speeches and a debate, but the boat has an ice skating rink, rock climbing wall, miniature golf, and a whole bunch more to do. The ship leaves Bayonne, New Jersey in November, but you ought to reserve your berth now. Uh, rooms, uh, you know, it's uh, if you go to cruise.freetalklive.com, you can see what the rates are there now for rooms. We're uh, at the point that they're very f- uh, flexible, so, you know, the sooner you get it, the less likely they are to disappear. It's cruise.freetalklive.com.
0: All right, so we'll continue here, 800-259-9231. Ben is in Indy. Uh, ben, you're telling us about all the various different denominations of just the Presbyterian Church, uh, and I don't know yeah. if you had more thoughts, but you're welcome to share them.
11: Yeah, yeah. As far as the Presbyterian Church goes, there's uh, also the RPCNA, the Reformed Presbyterian Church North America. They pride themselves as being the first denomination in America to give a vocal stance from the church level, from the Presbyterian level, against race-based slavery. Hmm. Um, there's the. Uh, I'm Free sorry, church what of was Scotland.
1: that? I'm sorry. The yeah, church. the
11: RPCNA, Reformed Presbyterian Church. North America, they pride themselves on being the first denomination in America to speak out against race based slavery to go all the way back to the early 1800s. I'd
1: I'd got to say that I'd really like to hear more about that. The Quakers were uh, speaking out against slavery in the 17th century. But, you know. Were they doing
11: that as a denomination? Yeah,
1: that's well, possible. Yeah. I, everybody. Everybody hated the Quakers, right? Uh, like they were this. Right. Th- <laughs> so um, you know, it's it's pretty easy to say, ah, they don't count. They're not a real church. Well,
0: right, because there's no <laughs> right, uh, with the right. Quakers. There's are, is there a group of elders?
1: Is there somebody who's no. like the speak the spokesman for no. the Quakers? So no. No. that might be an yeah, issue. Yeah, I don't
11: think so. They're not that organized. Is is my understanding? Her- Harriet Tubman
1: said that uh, if uh, to escape slaves, if they could find black people to stay with, do that. If not, stay with Quakers. They're almost as good. Ben, thanks
0: for the call tonight. I wow. appreciate hearing from you. Pre- and appreciate the call. Let's continue here and talk to Matt, listening in Decatur, Alabama, to WBHP. Hello, Matt. You're on Free Talk Live at the NJJ and Mark.
12: Uh, you know, yes, y'all were talking about the uh, uh, Republican candidates.
0: Yes, sir. All uh, right. R- really, really, we we're only talking about Ron Paul. Uh, and but I you could talk Johnson, about yours.
1: Go ahead.
12: Well, there's a guy called uh, his name is uh, Herbert Kane. Herman. And he's one, uh, well, Herman or Herbert. Uh, Herman. Yep. Yeah. Uh, he's wanting to implement a free tax.
1: A free tax? It's a huh? fair tax.
12: Yeah. Uh, yeah, fair tax, free tax. Same I, I'm, I'm not really too keen in politics. I'm I'll just help you out here. It.
1: No problem. Yeah,
0: so Mark, what do you think? You saw the debate, this Herman Cain character...
1: My opinion is uh, – the the claim is that he won the debate. I can see how people would come up with that uh, statement. He was uh, – his voice is deep. It is beautiful. It is melodious. Um, he – in my opinion, he spoke only platitudes. He took no uh, firm stands, really, on anything. It, his, his speech just sounded a lot like, America is America to Americans. America loves America loves you. You know, that kind of uh, – Thing. I, I didn't feel like I got a lot out of it. I didn't feel like he answered a lot of questions. And isn't
0: he the owner of Godfather's Pizza? If that's is? not a bad
1: omen, wow. I don't know what is. I think that's an ad hominem attack and not worth, uh, worthy of you. You
0: know, Mark, that the government is a big gang, and this guy fancies himself to be the Godfather. Now he wants to be uh, the president, which is essentially the Godfather. of. Uh, what
1: bothers me is I don't believe there's a, such thing as a fair tax. No, well,
12: see, here, here, here's the thing. And this is my belief. I think this is exactly what America needs. Somebody who's worked their way from the bottom and got to the top.
0: Well, Ron Paul's that, that guy. Yeah, there's
1: all kinds of people like that. Yeah, sure.
0: And Ron Paul actually loves liberty, whereas these other characters on the stage, with the exception of maybe Gary Johnson's a little less liberty-oriented than Ron Paul, uh, but Ron Paul is the most principled liberty-oriented person in the presidential uh, race at this time. Uh, don't you think that liberty is more important than somebody who, you know, looks nice and maybe has a deep voice?
12: Look, man i just want i just want you know big government
0: out of it completely I mean, well, for
1: real? don't go with the other I, candidates then dude i'll uh, tell you the fair tax ain't gonna do that for you the fair tax is a 23 percent tax on every item that is bought and sold and it is a welfare check for every american in the form of the prebate also for the first seven years of the fair tax i've read the law this is what I'm getting from it. I'm um, actual law that says that it, the fair tax will go into effect and then not sunset for seven years unless the, 16, uh, if the 16th Amendment isn't implemented or whatever. Yeah, so anybody that means that thinks for the to... first seven years that you'll have both an income tax and a 23% sales tax. The fair tax will destroy this economy.
12: Well, I mean, wouldn't it in the Declaration of Independence for the people, by the people?
1: What does that have to do with uh,
0: anything? I'm sorry.
12: What, what does that got to do with anything? That is the building blocks of our government.
0: But it's not it really for the people. Be, it's well, not really it by mean? the people. The government is for the government and its politically connected uh, class by the government and its politically connected class. I mean, the, the, the government doesn't do anything for you and I, dude. It just takes our money and forces us to be obedient.
12: Well, this is what we need. This, what we need is somebody that's going to stand up and say, hey, guess what? All right, this government or the, the United States of America was founded for the people, by the people. Okay. We're just here to pretty much say, you know, let's help them out just a little bit give them a push in the right direction but how is
1: herman cain going to do that the only firm stand he took he was wishy-washy on every issue the only firm stand he took was the fair tax and i just told you it would destroy the economy plus i'd like to point out the for the people by the people was from the gettysburg address which was more than 80 years after the founding of the nation
12: well
1: um, there was man, the we like the I, people
12: that I like 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 I said, I'm not really too keen. and That's all right, man. I was uh, just trying to someone. let you
1: know. I, I, I'm just of the opinion that, that Herman Cain sounds good and looks good good. He's black, too. And, right, like, that makes the Republican Party not look like a bunch of bigots. I'm for that. But I just don't think he's the right guy for the job. Thanks, Matt, for the
0: call. I totally understand. you got to start somewhere, and when, you know, you're new to the, the whole political scene, it can be easy to be taken in by some smooth-talking politician who says things that sound like he means for more freedom, but when, in point of fact, uh, that's not how it's going to actually play out. Right. Whereas if you've got somebody like a Ron Paul, who actually has a track record of voting right. no... He wants
1: to shut down the irs ron paul said in his 2008 campaign that shutting down the irs would shrink the government down to 1997 levels i've got to say i thought the government was too big in 1997
0: let's talk to loring in florida loring you're on free talk live on the amp lines hello
5: hey i've got a possible explanation for the checkerboard contrails you guys were talking about last night okay uh, so, planes have flight paths, and these flight paths cross sometimes, and when they do, their contrails appear to form an X. Yep. And uh, if this, the wind blows this X north, for example, and a half hour later, two more planes make another X, you get a one square. In the same place, they would, over,
1: they would cross in the same place, but the wind would have blown the, 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 the contrails further to the north, south, east, or west?
5: Yeah, and yeah, and if uh, you you do that over and over again, uh, you get a checkerboard.
1: Oh, but that's so much less dramatic
0: than like believing that you're being poisoned and running for a gas mask and hiding in your mom your mom's basement. Thanks for the call, Laura. <laughs> I appreciate hearing from you. Let's talk to Andrew in New Hampshire. You're on Free Talk Live. Hello, Andrew.
10: Greetings, gentlemen.
0: Hey, Andrew. What's on your mind tonight?
10: Um, I just wanted to point out a uh, a amusing uh, copyright uh, infringement lawsuit that Mike Tyson's uh, lawyer has uh, or Mike Tyson's tattoo artist has filed against Warner Brothers um, because he claims that they ripped off his tattoo that he has the rights to because uh the artist or the uh, actor Ed Helms uh in the movie uh is depicted with a similar tattoo to Mike Tyson mm-hmm.
1: Sort of, uh, a, tattoo. sort of a sort of a tribal you... thing next on, on the side of his face.
10: Yeah, it kind of looks like a an Icarus, you know, over the eye. I'm not sure thing. what
1: an Icarus is, besides some Greek guy that flew close to too close to the sun.
10: Exactly. Uh, well, it kind of fitting for Mike Tyson, but um,
1: the <laughs> yeah, Mike Tyson's never got that high. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I feel Mike Tyson's uh, been well, very what, high. Yeah. <laughs> Mike Tyson's going to beat the
2: crap out of me if He's I. He's not going to uh, beat anything. What's amusing
10: about it is the he claims he has the rights to the tattoo, but uh, Mike Tyson is featured in the movie um, uh, The Hangover Two as well as the first Hangover, and it just seems that the tattoo artist is looking for a quick payday because the movie is going close to distribution now, so he's hoping that Warner Brothers will settle, similar to. Uh, the NBA and Rashid Wallace settling over a lawsuit over a tattoo uh, wow. copyright infringement.
0: Thanks for the call, Andrew. Appreciate hearing from you. You can take control tomorrow night because we'll be back then. You can join us online in the meantime at freetalklive.com.
3: Hunting, Hunting, shooting, shooting, camping, camping, apparel, auto auto ATV, tactical tactical gear, survival survival equipment. OutdoorBunker.com is your one-stop discount shop for all your outdoor survival needs. From scopes, holsters, and knives to backpacks, flashlights, sleeping bags, and more, OutdoorBunker.com features a massive selection at incredible prices. Orders over $100 get free shipping. FTL listeners, get the UTG Deluxe Universal Horizontal Shoulder Holster for only $9.95. I've got mine. Get yours at OutdoorBunker.com slash FTL now.